if you only knew the power of the dark side. relics that predate the universe itself. What lies within her appears to be one of them. Nine realms are not eternal. They had a dawn as they will have a dusk. But before that dawn, the bear is pitched in El Cologne, reigned absolute and unchallenged. Dawn, Nicoleon, made a weapon out of that darkness and it was called the Ether. While the other relics often appear as stones, the baddest bitch in El Cologne is fluid and ever-changing. It changes matter into dark matter. It seeks out host bodies, drawing strength from their life force. Don Nicoleon sought to use the Ether's power to return the universe to one darkness. 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 You underestimate the power of the dark side. Your powers are weak. Long before the birth of light, there was darkness. And from that darkness came the baddest bitch in El Cologne. Millennia ago, the most ruthless of their kind, Don Nicoleon, sought to transform our universe back into one of eternal night. Such evil was possible through the power of the ether, an ancient force of infinite destruction. You underestimate the power of the dark side. Your powers are weak. You cannot escape destiny. Accept your fate.
you are beaten. Yeah, the darkness is once again visible, niggas. You know what time it is. You've tuned in to WGAG Radio at this time for one reason only. To hear the greatest voice transmitting throughout cyberspace. You know who she is. The sublime oracle. The baddest bitch in El Cologne. Yeah, it's time for the Don Nicoleone Show. Underestimate the power of the dark side. The baddest bitch in El Cologne.
if you only knew the power of the dark side. Give yourself to the dark side. Do you now understand the power of the dark side? But it ends here. Now give, give it, it up, up for the, the bad, bad bitch, bitch in El Cologne. Dawn, Nicole You know, it's like that, like that, being the baddest bitch in El Cologne. And sometimes, just because you're the baddest bitch in the El Cologne, you might just want to masturbate. I do a cool tap of that wop, I don't be by more of El I need a fee, I shook shell El Colon. Why cool, I shook Izu Fini. And new Farugan shell El Colon. Why El Colon, Izu Farugan shell me. I need a wahid my El Colon. Why El Colon, Izu wahid my me. And the Akilu and Jihu, Kama Farugan shell El Colon. Why cool, Kama Farugan. Ani akilu akwenu kul dik ani akfizu fi el kolon kama kafiza izu via amazu fi el kolon ani akabaha wahud el kolon izu ania el kolon yakilu ani akilu el kolon yatnalu ani abnalu. of the all and all love is in me. I am a part of the all and the all is a part of me. I am one with the all and the all is one with me. I can succeed as a part of the all and fail as an individual. I can be all that I wish in the all as long as my wish is to stay in the all. I'm never alone. The all is, I am. The all can, I can. The all does, I do. adults molesting them. Their world to them is safe until somebody shows them differently and someone comes along and steals their innocence. Mine was stolen in the home. But now on the streets they're not safe. It was probably in 1943 or so. I didn't know who he was. All I knew was that my dad was very excited about taking me there for an interview. You asked what would the American public say if they actually 
understood the background to what became the sexual revolution, a sexual psychopath. Do you ever remember your father molesting you with a stopwatch? Yes. If the American public knew that Kinsey worked with a Nazi pedophile and encouraged his rape with children and possibly even and eventually the murder of this one little girl. You and I are going to be doing some experiments. This man was the singularly most important individual in the decriminalization of every single law that we had ever had that protected women and children. was founded, it said that our values were based on the Judeo-Christian teachings of the Bible. Andrew Jackson once said, that book is the rock on which our republic rests. But through the 20th century, the view of America as a Christian nation has been hotly debated. Whatever we once were, we are no longer a Christian nation. This nation was founded primarily on Christian principles. Which claim should Americans believe? And by what standard do we determine the moral compass for what is right and wrong in our society? George Washington, in his inaugural address of 1789, said, The propitious smiles of heaven cannot be expected on a nation that disregards the eternal rules of order and right, which heaven itself has ordained. Among our once traditional values was the protection of women and children, once considered a sacred duty among all men. But now, under the guise of so-called liberty, the care of our most vulnerable has been compromised. We can only wonder what the father of our country might say if he could see what is happening to the children of America today and the reasons behind it. Many of America's children are disappearing. According to the Office of Juvenile Justice, a child goes missing every 40 seconds in the United States. While many of these children are recovered, it is estimated that more than 58,000 of them are abducted by non-family members each year. Parents are continually in fear for their child's safety, even in front of their own home. Predators seem to roam the streets of America like never before, searching for prey to carry out their unthinkable desires. Many of our laws are named after raped and murdered children whose memories echo through our courts crying for justice. But still, the problem only seems to get worse. 
And we also see in a lot of these kidnapping and death cases recently by sex offenders that your child can be lost in just an instant. The faces of children who have been lost continue to haunt us as a society, while watching their parents grieve has become part of a national nightmare. Meanwhile, the images of the sex offenders, the men responsible for these horrors, fills us with fear and loathing. And if a child survives their abuse, they often lead troubled lives, haunted by the memory of what they've endured. It is awful. Those kids shouldn't be subjected to this. That's awful. It scars them psychologically forever. It affects their lives. Well, some of the experts say that once a pedophile, always a pedophile, that recidivism is 80 or 90 percent if not more. The United States of America has basically become a pedophile's playground. Uh, Jessica Lensford's father, he had said, uh, he said, you know, wake up, America. Your child could be next. And sadly, a lot of people want to turn away from the evidence. They want to turn their heads like the proverbial ostrich with its head in the sand because they don't want to face what's going on until they're forced to face it because it becomes their child. Part of the confusion is over why many of our judges send repeat sex offenders back into our neighborhoods, knowing it is simply a matter of time before they strike again. Can the reason be that these same judges are compromised by their own sexual addiction? We know that the judges are like, they're human. They're like everybody else. Cases of judges who are compromised by porn are documented across the country. But the license for such behavior may have been issued in 1970 when Supreme Court Justice William O. Douglas and retired Justice Arthur Goldberg wrote articles for Playboy magazine. But why would an association with a soft porn magazine like Playboy be cause for concern? And how could it pertain to the world of pedophiles? The disturbing answer to this question as our history of this movement unfolds. In 1990, the American Bar Association reported that 80% of convicted child molesters plea bargain and serve no prison time. This statistic undoubtedly put known pedophiles back on the streets in record numbers. But this was a few years prior to the widespread use of the Internet, where the most extreme forms of sexual perversion, and especially child pornography, have become a major factor in conditioning the next generation of sexual predators. In 2006, the law firm of Estee and Bomberger reported that the number of victims of childhood sexual abuse and molestation grows each year. This horrific crime is directly tied to the growth of pornography on the Internet. They went on to say that research reveals that 77% of child molesters of boys and 87% of child molesters of girls admitted imitating the sexual behavior they had seen in pornography they had watched. Basically, people that watch porn act it out. And so with the pedophilia, um, sure, people are going to see it and they're going to act it out. Uh, Because of the huge impact that the porn industry has had, Conservative estimates say service, the highest service revenue on the Internet, uh, over $3 billion a year in income just on Internet porn. Uh, and those are very conservative figures. I'm sure they're much higher with between 500 and 700 new sites coming on a day on the Internet. The increase in child sexual abuse cannot be denied. 
We are massacring our children. It is a holocaust against our children. I've prosecuted murders. I've prosecuted child molesters. And I'll tell you, I get more up in the air when I was prosecuting about the child molester than the murder. I'm not condoning murder. It's not the right thing to do, but it's over. The person's gone sad. But that poor little boy or girl, they're messed up for life. I mean, they're going to be carrying that baggage forever. And we as a society better start addressing that. Researchers argue that America's current problem with sexual predators is the fallout from the sexual revolution, a movement said to be inspired by the late Alfred Kinsey and his famous Kinsey reports first published in 1948. According to the conservative organization Human Events, the Kinsey report is listed among the top 10 most harmful books of the 19th and 20th centuries. Number one on their list was the Communist Manifesto, that inspired the deaths of more than 100 million people in the 20th century alone. Adolf Hitler's Mein Kampf that helped to bring about the Holocaust was listed at number two. While the quotations from Chairman Mao, who founded Communist China, was number three. At number four, as the first American title on the list, was the Kinsey Reports. Sexual behavior in the human male, followed by sexual behavior in the human female which, when first released, was likened to dropping an atom bomb on American society. In 1989, a report from the National Research Council published a statement that American society can be divided into two categories, the pre-Kinsey and post-Kinsey eras. How could one man's influence come to define our culture and produce what some consider the most harmful book in American history? it would find its way into every aspect of our decision-making in our lives. Dr. Judith Reisman is renowned for her expertise on the damaging influence of pornography. She has testified repeatedly before the U.S. Congress. Her research has been used by the FBI and by governments throughout the Western world when determining their policies on obscenity. She is author of the book, Kinsey, Crimes and Consequences, in which she details the devastating impact of Alfred Kinsey in America, an influence she believes is behind the growing number of sexual predators who seem to come from all walks of life. Teachers, doctors, lawyers, judges, uh, people are being caught right and left, uh, sacrificing their lives and their families' lives to their addictions to child pornography. How do you think it happened? It did not start today. It started back with Kinsey and who then kicked off what has become today's, uh, today's horror show, child sexual abuse, rape, torture. People say, well, you can't track that all to Kinsey. Well, you can track enough of it to make an awfully frightening case. While Dr. Reisman's view may seem extreme, her evidence is disturbing the results of which are so often reported in our nightly news. 35-year-old convicted sex offender Bradley Meinhardt was sentenced to just one to three years in prison for sexually assaulting a 12-year-old girl in East Penn and a guy at a prior. Here's the suspect right here, Joseph Edward Duncan. He has a long history of sexual aggression. Here's Larry Don McQuaid, the 41-year-old former school bus driver who's confessed to sexually abusing more than 200 children. I was able to manipulate parents and children alike that I was such a nice guy that I wouldn't do something as wrong and disgusting 
and uh, is that I consider myself a demon. It's too dangerous for me to be on the street. Uh, should he be released? Uh, we tried to protest parole. Uh, unfortunately, as I said, the statute requires his release. I didn't know that the average sex offender uh, predator uh, molests 100 children. I mean, that just makes my outrage even more. For years, Americans have wondered why repeat sex offenders so often receive light prison sentences only to be released back into society. According to Dr. Reisman, the answer is Alfred Kinsey. The laws were changed based upon his fraudulent data, and he was directly involved in those changes. Kinsey went state by state. I have his testimony in California in 1949, telling a committee that was about to toughen the sex laws and, and toughen up about the laws to protect children because there had been a murder of two little girls. He goes to California to testify in 1949 that you should release everybody, that, that pedophiles and pederasts did not repeat their crimes, that parole was absolutely critical. That would reduce our sex crimes. The committee believed him. They reduced all of our sex crimes. They parole people, and they haven't stopped. When the Kinsey report was first released, the famous ACLU lawyer, Morris Ernst, wrote that virtually every page of the Kinsey report touches on the legal code. He told the legal profession that no bar association, law school journal, or lawyers committee can consider sex laws without the Kinsey study. According to Westlaw, the most widely used legal database, between the years 1982 to 2000, there were approximately 650 citations to Alfred Kinsey. The model penal code that was adopted uh, just after 1955 was based on Kinsey's research. This is a flowchart I put together to describe how the Kinsey research gutted American laws through the American Law Institute's ALI, the American Law Institute Model Penal Code 1955. That was where protections were then removed for women and children from American law system. The U.S. justice system from 1948 to today, that's what this is about. After publishing his reports, Kinsey traveled the country, giving lectures at universities and testifying before lawmakers. He was received as the leading scientific expert in the world on human sexuality. In particular, he discussed laws concerning sex offenders and the education of children. Of children, he said, 100% of or are orgasmic from birth. Therefore, children can benefit from sex with adults and even incest, so that we, which is illegal. So we need to lower the age of consent. Uh, that's he was working toward making everything legal, but that's all right. Children need early, explicit sex, school sex education since they're sexual from birth, which was illegal at the time. Now it's everywhere. They need masturbation and hetero and homosexual acts to be taught to them, which was illegal, and now it's being taught. And about parole, Kinsey said that sex offenders rarely repeat sex crimes. Therefore, all sex offenders should be paroled, which is exactly what, then what started to take place. Part of Kinsey's defense of pedophiles was that children were not really harmed by sexual contact with adults. Therefore, it made no sense to incarcerate pedophiles for lengthy prison terms. 1950, uh, Rockefeller funded the American Law Institute Model Penal Code. 1952, a Harvard Law Review called for a code to change our sex laws in accordance with what Kinsey had objectively found. And then in 1955, the code was created and sent out to all legislators in the country via these 
important people, judge, lawyers, sociologists, lawyers, and so forth. And from there, that went, the ALI model, the, the sex offenses section, states all over the country, adopted all or in part beginning in 1956 here and moving on to Illinois, to Minnesota, and so forth, and all other states of the union. As Dr. Reisman noted, the model penal code was financed by the Rockefeller Foundation. Not coincidentally, the Rockefeller Foundation also financed the research of Alfred Kinsey. In the 1950s, a congressional committee was formed under Congressman B. Carol Reese to investigate the influence of the large tax-exempt foundations, including Rockefeller. There was a huge concern at the time in the 1950s that the foundations were now being run by people with a strikingly strident a libertarian or liberal agenda which resisted and resented the Judeo-Christian way of life. The late Norman Dodd was the director of research for the Reese Committee. In an interview recorded shortly before his death, Dodd stated that part of what the committee had learned was that the objective of the great foundations was to remove America from the values on which she was built and to do so through the education system. What we had uncovered was the determination of these large endowed foundations, this Carnegie Endowment story and the Ford Foundation and the Guggenheim and the Rockefeller Foundation, all working in harmony toward the control of education in the United States. Dodd's testimony becomes an important issue when considering the direct impact of Kinsey's research on sex education in America. While the Reese Committee investigated many programs funded by the foundations, when it came to Kinsey's research, they were vehemently opposed by the late Congressman Wayne Hayes. Uh, that's established quite well in Renee Wormser's book on foundations, the power, their power and influence, a book that no American who wants to understand what happened to our country should be without. Renee Wormser was the lawyer for the Reese Committee. In his book, Wormser writes that the committee had dug up some significant material about foundation support of the Kinsey projects. This brought Mr. Hayes into a steaming rage, he says, and he asked to see our entire Kinsey file. It was produced for him, and he angrily declared to Mr. Dodd that we were to go no further with this particular investigation, contending that every member of Congress would be against our doing so. Mr. Hayes stated emphatically to Mr. Dodd that he would oppose any further appropriation to our committee unless the Kinsey investigation were dropped. Wormser writes that as a result, the valuable material in our Kinsey file never saw the light of day. What was it in the Kinsey file that provoked such a response from a U.S. congressman? As we move forward, consider that the Kinsey data was partly paid for by the American taxpayers, who continue to fund the Kinsey Institute to this day. There's more going on in that institute. They have covered up so much. Some believe that if Kinsey's research had been exposed in the 1950s, the information might have sparked a second American revolution. What was in the Kinsey file? And does that information continue to influence or even haunt America?
Through the 1930s and 40s, Alfred Kinsey conducted thousands of interviews with both men and women, taking, as he called it, their sexual histories. The purpose of his study was to discover the sexual behavior of the average man and woman in America at the time. Kinsey was a professor at the University of Indiana in Bloomington. Despite his Christian upbringing, he would come to reject the Judeo-Christian belief of his family in favor of Darwinian philosophy, accepting the idea that man is simply a more highly evolved animal. Kinsey, as a zoologist and biologist, considered, rightly, that humans are animals, although lots of people hate to admit that. Kinsey's expertise had been the study of the gall wasp. He spent years collecting and cataloging thousands of them. Noticing the countless differences in these insects, he concluded that such variations must also be true of human behavior. Upon interviewing thousands of volunteer subjects, Kinsey not only recorded data, but drew certain conclusions about the sexual behavior of men, women, and children. But was his research that of an objective scientist or the intentional manipulation of a sexual deviant who wanted to remake the American male and female in his own image? Kinsey uh, has legitimized uh, the free sex revolution, um, and he did it through academia. But what's interesting, according to uh, research that's been done on this gentleman, uh, this guy was a pervert himself. Kinsey's critics claimed that his real motive was not science, but a social agenda to change the morality of America something admitted by Kinsey biographer Jonathan Gaythorne Hardy. It's abundantly clear that you go into it that there was a very large social agenda. He, he didn't just want a greater tolerance and sanity from understanding the facts of sex. He, was, he thought it was quite monstrous the way homosexuals were regarded. In general, there was a very powerful social agenda, which is perfectly plain when you read the book from the polemic right the way through it, and was perfectly plain at the time to the people who worked with him. When the Kinsey reports were published, they shocked the country because the behavior that Kinsey described did not at all represent what most Americans believed about their own sexuality. Consider that Kinsey was documenting the behavior of the World War II era, those that Tom Brokaw called the greatest generation. Among Kinsey's more controversial claims is the idea that 10% of American men were fully homosexual for at least three years of their life, while 37% of American men had engaged in homosexual contact to the point of orgasm at least once in their lives. Later studies would place those numbers much lower, with only 1% of men in the U.S. claiming to be homosexual, while only 2-3% to admitted to some kind of homosexual activity in their lifetime. Nevertheless, Kinsey's data was seized upon by men like Harry Hay, who read the Kinsey reports, left his wife and children, and went on to found the gay rights revolution that began in the 1960s. To this day, the gay rights movement is largely based on Kinsey's data. Kinsey also reported high levels of premarital sex, claiming that 69% of American men had visited prostitutes 
and that 50% of married men were guilty of adultery. Again, a later study done as early as 1960 by Phyllis and Eberhard Kronhausen would find that the levels of sexual promiscuity among males were much lower than Kinsey had reported. According to his fellow researchers, the reason for this dramatic difference is because Kinsey manipulated the data, including men from America's prisons, as part of the regular male population. He wrote that he found 1,300 to 1,400 sex offenders that he used as his normal male population. What? In addition to the convicted sex offenders, Kinsey included regular prisoners who were serving time for other offenses, along with 199 sexual psychopaths, all mixed together as part of the regular male population and presented to the American people as the average American male. In this interview for the documentary titled One in Ten, listen as Paul Gephardt, who was one of Kinsey's co-authors and a member of his original team, admits to the high percentage of prisoners and their impact on Kinsey's data. With these uh, poorer, lower educational level samples. And when I say pure, poorer, they had, for example, 55% were prison. 55% were prison. And uh, I think that has, a, that has a definite effect. We, uh, we didn't have enough non-prison people to do much of a comparison, but he didn't do a comparison. He, he simply took the, uh, the prison people he got and used them at that, uh, you know, less than college-educated sample. But the trouble was, by, you might say, emphasizing the less than college-educated sample, he introduced a lot of errors into the data. With America's prison population presented as the average male, is it any wonder that laws would be changed to accommodate sexual predators while failing to protect women and children? To create high levels of homosexual activity, Kinsey also went into Chicago's underground, into gay bars and homosexual bathhouses, and incorporated the radically gay population into his regular male data, along with bootleggers, gamblers, male prostitutes, ne'er-do-wells, pimps, thieves, and hold-up men. All this according to his own report. Kinsey used similar tactics to redefine the average American female. Uh, they use this picture all the time to try and show the American public that they were interviewing uh, average American women, all right? Except that this was their secretary, okay? This is a secretary at the Kinsey Institute, and they would always label her as though she was just some average American woman. Sometimes they put Kinsey in the picture interviewing her, and sometimes they put him. And now, after I expose that in one of my books, the Kinsey Institute has now admitted on its, on its website, you know, they, they give the name of her so it doesn't look as though they're trying to phony the thing. To create high levels of female promiscuity among American wives, Kinsey redefined married women to include any woman that had lived with a man for at least a year, a broad description that could include prostitutes who had lived with their pimps. 
In fact, prostitutes were a subculture that Kinsey specifically sought out, mixing them in with the regular female population. As a result, Kinsey's report stated that some 50% of American women engaged in premarital sex, while 26% of married women were supposedly involved in adultery. Kinsey went on to report that an incredible 87% of unmarried women were having abortions, while 25% of married wives were also aborting. It was these high percentages, shocking even by today's standards, that would help to legalize abortion in the years that would follow. For decades, Dr. Judith Reisman has argued against what is often referred to as Kinsey's junk science because of its dramatic and devastating impact on American law and society. Corrections starts to enact all of this into corrections decisions in the legal profession and law schools. Now Kinsey would be taught as part of the legal structure via the American Law Institute Model Penal Code that ferrets out into the private and public education, becomes our sex education, is in our American Law Review journals. It's found in parole through corrections, state and local, and criminal, civil, family, and juvenile justice. And expert witnesses then from the sex world begin to inform this whole structure. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have had a real dirty deal we have, as that FBI agent said to me, the head of, of, of the FBI's behavioral science unit after he saw my work on Kinsey and on Playboy, he said to his sons, guys, we have been conned. Dr. Reisman is not alone in her conclusions, nor was she the first to discover these things. As Reese Committee lawyer Renee Wormser states in his book, the much-publicized Kinsey studies base an advocacy of criminal and social reform on the very unscientific material which Dr. Kinsey had collected. Wormser went on to cite psychiatric historian Albert Deutsch, who said of the Kinsey reports that so startling are its revelations, so contrary to what civilized man has been taught, that they would be unbelievable but for the impressive weight of the scientific agencies backing the survey. Wormser comments saying, note how impressive is the word scientific and how false. But he goes on to suggest even more, revealing that, according to the Reese Committee, the postmodern thinking in America today is no mere accident, but has been intentionally created by the elite foundations as part of a greater agenda, one in which the work of Kinsey plays no small part. The Reese Committee wrote that it seems to this committee that there is a strong tendency on the part of many of the social scientists whose research is favored by the major foundations toward the concept that there are no absolutes, that everything, including basic moral law, is subject to change, however fundamental it may have been deemed to be under our Judeo-Christian moral system. The puerile doctrine that change is always necessary has led many of these scientists to believe that there are no longer any inalienable rights. They deem themselves justified with the support of foundation grants to label their prejudices as truth and to experiment with society.
By far the most disturbing evidence against the Kinsey reports is the information pertaining to the sexual behavior of children. This was something noted in the 1950s by Professor Albert Hobbs, who wrote that, according to Kinsey, a child molester may have contributed favorably to a child's later sociosexual development. The child sexual data was more fully exposed by Dr. Judith Reisman in the 1980s, who brought the even more disturbing allegation that Kinsey had trained multiple pedophiles to molest children while using stopwatches to record so-called scientific data. This man, this Kinsey, had been responsible for the rapes and tortures of, of hundreds, actually, it looks like thousands of children. Needless to say, the Kinsey Institute today denies Dr. Reisman's allegations. They maintain that all of the child sexual data came from one man, who just happened to keep detailed scientific records of his encounters with children. This lone pedophile theory was developed by Dr. John Bancroft, who became the director of the Kinsey Institute in 1995. Bancroft not only argued that the data came from just one man, but that Kinsey supposedly only got hold of the information years after this pedophile was finished raping kids. This is contrary to Kinsey's own report, in which he admitted to at least nine pedophiles from whom he obtained information. But in this 1995 interview on Canadian television, Dr. Bancroft says that Kinsey only referred to three or four pedophiles and then insists that in reality, it was only one. When questioned about the obvious inconsistency, Bancroft's argument is that Kinsey simply lied about his research. Listen now as this Canadian journalist seems to get uncomfortable during the interview. Did he make it clear in the report that the conclusions uh, on the sexual capacity of 317 children were based solely on the evidence of one sexual criminal? No, he suggested that it may have been from three or four. I don't think that is a particularly important difference. Uh, Kinsey... Uh, but isn't that conspicuously misleading? Uh, I think he, he was uh, misleading. I think that uh, he... I'm sorry, you don't think he was misleading? Forgive me. Yes, I think he was misleading, but I don't think it was a, a, a misleading of any consequence. He was concerned about his maintaining confidentiality. Uh, throughout his volumes, he tended to avoid drawing attention to any particular individuals. It's not significant that the conclusions of a study on uh, the sexual responses of children come solely from uh, a, a man who really has a, who, who's a deviant? Doesn't he have a skewed perception of child sexuality? Well, that was just one type of evidence. Next, the journalist asks why it took so long to discover that the information came from a single pedophile rather than multiple pedophiles, as Kinsey had reported. Bancroft's only answer is to say that he worked it out once he became the Kinsey Institute director. Why did it take so long to, to set the record straight. When I got to the Kinsey Institute and these accusations were continuing, uh, some people were expressing, some otherwise reasonable people were beginning to worry about these accusations and saying, well, uh, how is it that uh, if he's got information from three or four men, he can 
uh, standardize it in such a way that it goes into a table uh, unless somehow or other he's trained these men to make these observations. People were beginning to express that concern, therefore I decided to look more closely at the source of information, and that's when I uh, realized that actually, as far as those tables were concerned, the information all came uh, from this one man who had been collecting this information in an extraordinarily methodical way throughout his life since about 1917. And you knew, you knew of this for how long? That it was, that, he, that uh, Kinsey was misleading in this? Uh, I, I worked out that there was one man involved uh, soon after I came to the Kinsey Institute and shortly after that we issued a press statement uh, from uh, Indiana University making this point clear. So, I'm sorry. That what, was at the beginning of September. Uh -huh. what, what the criticism is also, and it's, pro and it's significant, is, is that Alfred Kinsey was guilty of academic dishonesty and if the Institute wasn't, wouldn't, if the Institute would have been for, more forthright, the people from the political and religious right wouldn't have the kind of ammunition that they are that they now have to try to not only discredit Kinsey but uh, but the teaching of sexual sex education in schools there is no reason to say that Kinsey has been uh, dishonest he probably had a good reason for uh, skewing whether it was one or three men that is a minor detail the minor detail of Kinsey's data may have had a major impact on America's children especially when one considers that now, decades later, one in four teenage girls are currently infected with some kind of sexually transmitted disease. And according to the White House Office of National AIDS Policy, in the U.S., it is estimated that two young people, aged 13 to 25, are infected with HIV each hour. Is this the devastating fruit of Kinsey's sexual revolution? Furthermore, should Americans trust information about child sexuality from child molesters who were raping kids? As Dr. Bancroft has admitted, Kinsey's pedophile data directly impacts sex education in America. These specific findings about these children are totally irrelevant to modern sex education. But where did Kinsey get his information? Did it really come from just one man? The allegedly lone pedophile that Bancroft and the Kinsey Institute point to was known as Mr. Green in Kinsey's research. His real name was Rex King, a man who kept written diaries in which he claimed to have molested more than 800 children. Like most pedophiles, King was never caught and never served a day in prison. The Kinsey Institute usually presents King as a man who simply kept meticulous records and mysteriously came into contact with Kinsey. The same idea was presented in the Hollywood film Kinsey, starring Liam Neeson. But what Kinsey supporters do not reveal is that Mr. Green had been personally trained by Kinsey's mentor, Dr. Robert Dickinson. Something admitted by Paul Gephardt in the 1998 British documentary. Kinsey's pedophiles. Kinsey was told about Green by his own mentor in sex research, Dr. Robert Dickinson. Dickinson had collaborated with the pedophile for several years and taught him how to record his child abuse in scientific detail. He told him how to measure things and time things and, uh, and encouraged him to. Uh, he knew he was going to do his uh, ordinary behavior anyway. Dickinson couldn't have stopped him from being a pedophile or 
but he said at least you ought to uh, you know do something scientific about it so there'll be it won't be just your jollies it'll be something worthwhile to science so he gave him some training by uh, letter and correspondence Gephardt has also admitted that Mr. Green's child abuse data played an important role in the Kinsey Report's view of child sexuality. Gephardt said, Green contributed a fair amount to our knowledge and medicine's knowledge of sexuality in children. We made our point that children are sexual from birth. But the sexuality of these children was determined because according to Kinsey's interpretation, the children supposedly enjoyed the molestation while it occurred. If we're talking here about science, you do not ask a rapist if his rape victim enjoyed the rape and then translate that to the American public as science. Well, nobody minds being raped. They all enjoy it. We ask these experts and the experts have told us the experts were the rapists. Dr. Clarence Tripp, one of Kinsey's original team members, offered this comment on Green's molestation of children. Well, here's this man with hundreds of contacts. There was never a charge against him. He was never arrested for anything. All the children thought he was wonderful. Uh, all the mothers thought he was wonderful. Uh, there are two, I suppose, lest uh, you get contradicted, there are two instances in which a young boy or girl, a girl, I guess it was, I don't remember, um, didn't complain. They agreed to the sexual contact, but then they found it very painful and yelled out when it actually took place. This was because they were very young and had small genitalia, and Green was a grown man with enormous genitalia, and there was a fit problem. The idea that the children enjoyed being molested by Mr. Green is shocking enough, but the suggestion becomes even more appalling with a testimony of Jonathan Gaythorne Hardy, a Kinsey biographer who is one of the few people who have been allowed to view Kinsey's private records. Speaking about their practice of keeping files secret, Hardy said, the Kinsey Institute is nervous people will read the journals. Rex King described having sex with this little girl, this little boy. I think the Kinsey Institute felt right-wing figures would pluck out things. I think they are right to keep them undercover. There are descriptions of King buggering boys nigh on 13 who doesn't enjoy it. I mean, it's quite sort of harsh stuff, some of it. But the most disturbing evidence comes from Kinsey's so-called scientific tables wherein he describes the sexual responses of young children. When I was reading Kinsey's book in the first place, and I looked at the tables, table 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, and these were tables with ages of children on the left-hand side, and then orgasm in one panel, and timed orgasm, time of orgasm in the next one. In Kinsey's Tables 31 through 34, he documented the timed orgasms of children as young as two months old, recording their responses down to the tenth of a second. The findings are so extreme that one child, a four-year-old, is said to have had 26 orgasms within a 24-hour period. For Dr. Reisman, the obvious question was 
Where did Kinsey get such information? And I, I, I looked at those charts and graphs. I can't tell you how long it took me to try to process what I was seeing. He said, this is the torture of children. At the base of Table 31, Kinsey tells us that the data is based on actual observation of 317 males. Then on page 177 of the male volume, Kinsey writes, orgasm is in our records for a female babe of four months. But how would anyone recognize such a response in a young child? Kinsey wrote that among pre-adolescent boys and among younger females, orgasm is not so readily recognized, partly because of the lack of ejaculate. And so I thought, what did this man, this Kinsey, called an or- call an orgasm? Right. I mean, it's an obvious question, isn't it? I mean, um, first of all, this was not possible. But second of all, what did he call? Well, I saw he documented it on page 160 and 161 in, in Kinsey's book, Sexual Behavior in the Human Male. He described specifically what he called an orgasm amongst these children. Kinsey defined orgasm for pre-adolescent children with the following description. A gradual and sometimes prolonged build-up to orgasm, which involves still more violent convulsions of the whole body. Heavy breathing, groaning, sobbing, or more violent cries, sometimes with an abundance of tears, especially among younger children. And he said there were six kinds of Six categories. He called them six categories of orgasm. And he had one category, one, two, three, four, five, and six. And included in these categories of what he calls an orgasm were uh, screaming, writhing in pain, hysterics, especially among younger children. He put that in parentheses, especially among younger children. Parentheses. Um, He said that the children had convulsions. Those were his words. He said they fainted. He said they, they struck the partner. He called it the partner. This is the man who's raping the child. Okay. They struck the partner and tried to get away. And, and he said that those were all examples for him, for him, of orgasm. Kinsey made it clear that this data was supplied by adult observers who were defined as pedophiles by Kinsey's own team members, as you will hear later on. Kinsey wrote, Some males suffer excruciating pain and may scream. The males in the present group, by which he meant pre-adolescent boys, become similarly hypersensitive before the arrival of actual orgasm, will fight away from the partner, and may make violent attempts to avoid climax, although, he said, they derive definite pleasure from the situation. Kinsey biographer James H. Jones was a 1998 Pulitzer Prize finalist for his biography on Kinsey. In the Yorkshire documentary, Jones had this to say about Kinsey's description of child orgasm. If you read those words, what he's talking about is kids who are screaming, kids who are protesting in every way they can the fact that their bodies, that their persons are being violated. At that point, reading that, I said, the only person who could write that would be number one, a pedophile or a pederast because these were boys with homosexual abuse of boys and a sadomasochist. That is the only human being in the world who could call an orgasm 
something that involved people throwing up. I mean, having convulsions, fainting, screaming, crying. Uh, the only person who could do that is someone who experienced that themselves. And that had to be a sadomasochist. And the only person who could apply their sadomasochism to an infant and a child would be a pederast, a rapist. And that's what Kinsey did in that book. Kinsey's own sadomasochistic tendencies have been documented by a number of biographers. James Jones revealed that Kinsey once climbed into a bathtub and circumcised himself with a pocket knife without the benefit of anesthesia. Another account of Kinsey's extreme self-abuse came about when his research was under investigation. Jones reports that after the Rockefeller Foundation withdrew his funding, Kinsey went to a basement, tied one end of a rope to an exposed ceiling pipe and the other end around his scrotum, then stood on a chair and jumped off. The abuse that he inflicted on his organs, on his sexual organs, were very directly identified in his death. That was orchitis. That was a serious inflammation and, and um, disease that he inflicted upon himself that was basically involved in his final death. Now, the attempt to claim that Kinsey died of a heart attack is a perfectly reasonable thing to try to do. It's kind of embarrassing to say that the father of the entire sexual revolution who has trained all of our sex educators in the United States of America basically died because he has so abused himself doing the activities that they tell everybody is okay that he died of this terrible and very painful experience. If Kinsey's abuse had only been inflicted upon himself, his critics might be less likely to accuse him. But his abuse extended to children, the most precious members of our society. In this image, Kinsey seems to take a demented sort of glee in showing these young children a film of two porcupines engaged in a sexual act. He seems oblivious to the confused and even disturbed looks on the faces of these children. Was it this same lack of concern that enabled Kinsey to support and even encourage the most depraved sexual criminals. The evidence shows that Kinsey was not content to work with merely one pedophile, as Dr. Bancroft and the Kinsey Institute claim. Following the example of his mentor, Dr. Robert Dickinson, Kinsey set out to train his own predators, men who would collect information about what can only be called the sexual torment of children. Dr. Clarence Tripp was Kinsey's photographer who filmed and photographed sex scenes in the attic of Kinsey's home in Bloomington, Indiana. In 1990, Tripp was interviewed on The Phil Donahue Show, along with Dr. Judith Reisman, who appeared to defend her first book, Exposing Kinsey. Well, don't look now, but they're attacking... Dr. Kinsey, again, the book is titled Kinsey, Sex, and Fraud, The Indoctrination of a People. During the show, as Clarence Tripp began to defend Kinsey's research, even Phil Donahue, with his liberal views on sexuality, became uneasy at some of Tripp's bizarre comments about the molestation of children. We should say that you are a, uh, the author of The Homosexual Matrix, right. a book which got quite a positive uh, Response yeah, from. Well, I want to agree with um, uh, Reisman on one point. Um, 
I think we really ought to talk about the child stuff before we mix in the right, we'll make your point, stuff. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, we really shouldn't go too fast there. We want to savor that because it is, it is wonderful. It's so delicious <laughs> what she says. I want to draw you a picture of the image. The image is that the world-famous sex researchers are Dr. Kinsey alone. It's not quite clear. Are in a room. And uh, they hover over a young child, less than a year old. Hold and up. with his fingers are a feather, that's not true. Hold on real quick. Hold up. I just got to tell you, I know it's 10 o'clock. Give me a minute. I got four more rounds remaining. I'll be right back. Just want to tell you, enjoy this motherfucker. Write down notes. Share it, especially with them pro-rainbow motherfuckers and everybody the goddamn else that you know. It is imperative. I'll be right back. I got four rounds remaining. That's going to take probably another 30 minutes, though. They uh, tickle the genitalia and bring this kid to orgasm who is screaming and hollering and possibly held down by chains. And drugs. It's all too glorious. Well, make your point. I, I you know, I hope that you don't. Uh, you're, are you, uh, you're being sarcastic, but I want to make sure. I didn't mean to be sarcastic. I didn't mean to be sarcastic. I'm more you're saying this is true, that, that Dr. Kinsey or his colleagues did not. This is, this is a man who was with me on Donahue saying, you've got to stay with this. It's delicious what she says about what they were doing to, to the children. Dr. Reisman refused to go on Donahue unless he would agree to show Kinsey's tables where the child sex abuse data is presented. Despite knowing about these tables, Donahue repeatedly insisted that no proof existed of child abuse in Kinsey's research. Nevertheless, he did show the data to his audience. Well, we're going to show. There. Now, uh, now, right, now, what is the point? You what is tell your me point? what is the point. Five months old. What is it? I can hardly read it. What's next Five to that? Number of orgasms. Oh, number of orgasms. Please. Go down to the four-year-old. You see the four-year-old there? Yeah. There, bottom one. Yes, four-year-old, 26 orgasms in 24 hours. Phil, tell me, Phil. Tell me, yes, Phil. Does a baby sleep? Tell me, Phil. Tell me, Phil. Does a baby sleep? Tell me if this is scientific. A baby sleeps for eight hours? And you tell me how you get 26 orgasms for 24 hours. Sounds like a guest for the Donahue show. And you know, and you know what, and you know what Gebhardt said to me. You know what Dr. Gebhardt said. He wrote me a letter, which I wish you had up there too, in which he said that oral and manual techniques were used on the children. Now, Phil, I'm going to say that once my, more. My, my I'm going to say that once more. And if I'm wrong, let them sue me. He said oral and manual techniques were used on those children. The letter that Dr. Reisman refers to was written by Paul Gephardt on March 11, 1981, in which he attempted to explain where the child sexual data came from. In this letter, he admits that multiple pedophiles were used in collecting information for the Kinsey reports. Gephardt writes, Since sexual experimentation with human infants and children is illegal, we have had to depend upon other sources. Some of these were parents. A few were nursery school owners or teachers. Others were homosexual males interested in older but still prepubertal children. One was a man who had numerous sexual contacts 
with male and female in and manual techniques for use on those children. The letter that Dr. Reisman refers to was written by Paul Gephardt on March 11, 1981, in which he attempted to explain where the child sexual data came from. In this letter, he admits that multiple pedophiles were used in collecting information for the Kinsey reports. Gephardt writes, since sexual experimentation with human infants and children is illegal, we have had to depend upon other sources. Some of these were parents. A few were nursery school owners or teachers. Others were homosexual males interested. Nursery, schools, and teachers, and parents, since fucking kids is illegal, they solicited to the daycares, to school teachers, and to fucking parents. I'm so done. I'm still on round four. Be right back. Sit in older but still prepubertal children. One was a man who had numerous sexual contacts with male and female infants and children, and being of a scientific bent, kept detailed records of each encounter. Gephardt went on to say that some of these sources have added to their written or verbal reports photographs and in a few to explain where the child sexual data came from. In this letter, he admits that multiple pedophiles were used in collecting information for the Kinsey reports. Gephardt writes, since sexual experimentation with human infants and children is illegal, we have had to depend upon other sources. Some of these were parents. A few were nursery school owners or teachers. Others were homosexual males interested in older but still prepubertal children. One was a man who had numerous sexual contacts with male and female infants and children, and being of a scientific bent, kept detailed records of each encounter. Gephardt went on to say that some of these sources have added to their written or verbal reports photographs, and in a few instances, cinema. The techniques involved were self-masturbation by the child, child-child sex play, and adult-child contacts, chiefly manual or oral. Gephardt's letter clearly refutes the lone pedophile theory of Dr. John Bancroft, but fits in perfectly with what Kinsey documented in sexual behavior in the human male. Gephardt's mention that photographs and cinema were sent to Kinsey also explains the discovery made by former Kinsey Institute director June Reinish in 1984. This was Newsweek uh, in 84 when June Reinish said, you know, that the Institute encourages visitors and so forth. And she says, uh, and um, what's your name? Reinish, Reinish says that she found um, a collection of child pornography so distasteful to Reinish personally, she couldn't bear to look at it. All right. Now, nobody's, she's not asking where that child pornography came from, right? But some of it was... Now, she found this at the Kinsey, at the Kinsey Institute? Institute. Yes. Yeah, at the Kinsey Institute. And John Bancroft, who wrote about Kinsey and supported Kinsey for years before he was hired as the head of the Kinsey Institute, right? Who's supposed to be an expert on Kinsey, which was why he was hired by the Kinsey Institute, now suddenly claims that Everybody knew all along that these children were being raped by one pedophile. Well, 
He's the expert on Kinsey. Why didn't he ever write about it before he got hired? Why did he have to go into the Kinsey Institute to look into it if it's all laying out there? He knew that, that it wasn't a couple of pedophiles, which he said at one point. It wasn't one pedophile, which he said at another point. Kinsey said it was nine pedophiles. That's what he wrote. And it certainly would have been at least nine because we now know from Yorkshire Television that Kinsey was working with a group of pedophiles. There was also a pedophile organization in this country. Uh, they cooperated with us. And some of them who are not, of course, not incarcerated, uh, they came and they gave us information. Dr. Reisman believes the pedophile organization mentioned by Gephardt may have been the nucleus for what would become NAMBLA, the North American Man-Boy Love Association. While child molestation is a crime in any circumstance, the members of NAMBLA claim that their intentions are out of love for the children they molest. Yet this cover of a NAMBLA bulletin, which they called their back-to-school issue, paints quite a different picture. It shows a frightened boy cornered by two adult men who are about to force him into sexual contact and is more consistent with the information found in the Kinsey reports that children are in fact being raped and tormented by the pedophiles who prey upon them. To this day, NAMBLA looks to Alfred Kinsey as their inspiration, saying that gay liberationists in general, and boy lovers in particular, should know Kinsey's work and hold it dear. Implicit in Kinsey is the struggle we fight today. Well, there's a huge connection between Alfred Kinsey and NAMBLA. In fact, uh, NAMBLA has relied upon Kinsey's research for years. Kinsey uh, tried to make pedophilia seem acceptable. Kinsey's argument was that it was society's reaction to pedophiles that caused the real trauma of child molestation. Members of NAMBLA will often refer to this quote from Sexual Behavior in the Human Female, where Kinsey wrote that when children are constantly warned by parents and teachers against contacts with adults, they are ready to become hysterical as soon as any older person approaches or stops and speaks to them in the street or fondles them. Some of the more experienced students of juvenile problems have come to believe that the emotional reactions of the parents, police officers, and other adults who discover that the child has had such a contact may disturb the child more seriously than the sexual contacts themselves. The current hysteria over sex offenders may very well have serious effects on the ability of many of these children to work out sexual adjustments some years later. In Kinsey's view, a lot of sex crime was really not crime at all. He seemed to worship sexual experience. I mean, he had a 24-7 obsession with sex long before he attained the position at Indiana University. So for him, uh, all forms of sexual experience, to one degree or another, could have merit that were outside the pale of traditional morality. Many researchers have come to believe that it was this philosophy that allowed Kinsey and his team to communicate with active child molesters and even train them to record their abuse in a scientific manner. While the Kinsey Institute continues to deny this, further evidence is found from the testimony of Dr. Clarence Tripp on The Phil Donahue Show. Listen carefully as Tripp confirms that there were multiple pedophiles, not just one, 
and says that they were trained observers that used stopwatches. I'm going to say that once more, and if I'm wrong, let them sue me. He said oral and manual techniques were used on those children. What American is going to send that? How does C.A. Trip respond to that? Uh, She's talking about data that came from pedophiles, that um, he would listen to only pedophiles who were very careful, used stopwatches, knew how to record their things, did careful surveys. And these she resents very much, but they're very important. So he, he interviewed just, people who were known criminals, I assume. Were they in prison at the time? Oh, certainly not. But uh, they were, in her sense, criminals because they were pedophiles. But they were trained Oh, in trained her sense, observers. they were criminals because they were pedophiles. They're they raping children and they're not criminals. You're going to defend Nobody that. Nobody was raping children. Oh, what they what were doing. sexually, manually, and orally abusing a baby, and you're a bloody pedophile. And we also have an interview that... That was a, a phone interview that I have a copy of. Beach, it's in my book. Beach. Tomorrow, I'm almost finished. Gebhard and, and uh, Dr. Muir, who was my editor, in which Gebhard admits that they, they uh, told the pedophiles to use stopwatches. The interview Dr. Reisman refers to took place on November 2nd, 1992, between Dr. Gordon Muir and Paul Gebhardt. Dr. Muir also appeared on The Donahue Show as the editor of the book, Kinsey, Sex, and Fraud. On the show, he confronted Clarence Tripp. Are you telling me that that Kinsey came across in an interview sample of 5,300 people he found pedophiles who had stopwatches, just happened to have stopwatches, just happened to have all that data handy? Some two years later, in a phone interview, Dr. Muir would pursue a similar line of questioning with Paul Gephardt one of the original co-authors of the Kinsey Reports, who succeeded Alfred Kinsey as the original director of the Kinsey Institute. Listen carefully how Gephardt admits that there were multiple pedophiles that he and Kinsey worked with, how they actually encouraged some of the adults to molest children, and that it was at the instruction of Kinsey and his team that they used stopwatches. this shit to y'all. This is what the recorded tape got. You got the tables, all right? But uh, these are all weren't done with the stopwatches necessarily. See what happens next. Then Dr. Muir says, it says below table 32, the legend says, duration of stimulation before climax, observation time with second hand or stopwatch. Table 32, the legend says duration of stimulation before climax, observations timed with second hand or stopwatch. And then Gebert said second hand or stopwatch, then Dr. Muir said, mm-hmm.
girl, parents, they don't really want to say father because you know the man got to say so. Did the chick pop up yet? Anybody been paying attention from beginning to the end? Did the chick pop up yet where she said it was her father that was sending her and timing her and stopping her? Did the white chick yet? Anybody know? Not yet? Okay. I don't think so. I don't think she pop up yet. I got, um, I'm on round. I'm on, I think I'm, I got two more rounds. I'll be right back. I could barely hold this goddamn phone. Nursery school, Twank, I know you glad, honey. Nursery school personnel. Done by nursery school personnel. Parents and nursery school personnel. What the fuck? How can you do that shit? It make you wonder why people interested in working around children. I still don't get it. You, you got to be sick. If you want to work around fucking kids, something is goddamn wrong with your goddamn man. Thank you. 
several years to make sure that true orgasm was involved. That looks like prospective planning there. Yeah, but not on our part. You mean pedophiles just took it upon themselves to to do follow-up experiments to find out true orgasms were involved? No. <laughs> we had <laughs> At this stage of the interview, Gephardt engages in a bit of wordplay, but listen carefully as Dr. Muir gets to the point with him. Once we ask people about giving us their observations, we would ask them later, too. In other words, if there were, if there were some pedophiles who reported their data to us, and, we could, and if they got in contact with us later, we would then ask Damn, 1992 were yesterday, y'all. 
on Christmas, I assume. Were they in prison at the time? Oh, certainly not. But uh, they were, in her sense, criminals because they were pedophiles. But they were trained Oh, in her sense, they were criminals because they were pedophiles. They were raping children and they're not criminals. You're going to defend Nobody that. was raping children. Uh, what they what were doing... Call sexually, manually, and orally abusing a baby, and you're a bloody pedophile. And we also have an interview that, that was a, a phone interview that I have a copy of. Beach, it's in my book, between Gebhard and, and uh, Dr. Muir, who was my editor, in which Gebhard admits that they, they uh, told the pedophiles to use stopwatches. The interview Dr. Reisman refers to took place on November 2nd, 1992, between Dr. Gordon Muir and Paul Gebhard. Dr. Muir also appeared on The Donahue Show as the editor of the book, Kinsey, Sex, and Fraud. On the show, he confronted Clarence Tripp. Are you telling me that that Kinsey came across in an interview sample of 5,300 people he found pedophiles who had stopwatches, just happened to have stopwatches, just happened to have all that data handy? Some two years later, in a phone interview, Dr. Muir would pursue a similar line of questioning with Paul Gephardt, one of the original co-authors of the Kinsey Reports, who succeeded Alfred Kinsey as the original director of the Kinsey Institute. Listen carefully how Gephardt admits that there were multiple pedophiles that he and Kinsey worked with, how they actually encouraged some of the adults to molest children, and that it was at the instruction of Kinsey and his team that they used stopwatches. Oh, I need to say this. I got one more round, but I'm still on the second round. But that's not what I want to say. I want to say, have you been paying attention to the fact that they said they got parents and adults and all the motherfuckers to do it and use stopwatches? The last little shit right before I paused it, right? Do you understand that in this documentary of Kenzie, None of them is saying that the parents or the preschool fucking teachers or the goddamn whoever the fuck else are brainwashed versus everything else like your government coats that said that the Nazis was brainwashed and all that shit under Hitler. Jim Jones was brain, uh, brainwashed his shit. But... There's no such thing as goddamn brainwashed, motherfucker. These people are doing it because they want to fucking do it. You understand? They are doing this shit because they want to do it. This ain't even some uh, motherfucker was like, well, we thought we was participating, uh, you know what I'm saying, for, for a mock goddamn fucking movie on fucking kids. So, of course, I signed up as a parent for my son or my daughter and shit. This is bullshit. All this shit is bullshit. All this shit, I'm going to tell you something. I'm starting to suck. Fuck that. Ain't no, look, there is a difference. There is a difference. These people are doing that shit with stopwatches. 
they know exactly what they're doing. But if I join Al-Qaeda, I'm brainwashed by who? Bin Laden? <laughs> okay, but none of these motherfuckers is brainwashed by this. If I don't, never mind, you get the fucking point. You get what I'm saying. Okay, it says below table 32. Here, I'm almost finished. Y'all give me a minute. I got. I do got to knock this out. Uh, I'm almost finished. Legend says duration of stimulation before climax. Observations timed with second hand or stopwatch. Second hand or stopwatch. (laughs) Okay, well, that's, uh, you refreshed my memory. I had no idea that it was used on that many. Well, my question to you is this. Who did that? Who did the timing? suggest to parents I need you to fuck your kids and time them use a stopwatch how do you suggest that I'm sorry y'all this shit actually helped my workout go by faster but how the fuck do you suggest that shit I would like to know and the parents is like but um, they were getting paid that's what it was when a chick pops up the chick, the survivor of this shit, sick-ass shit, when she pops up, she said, if I'm right, I think I am right, they were paying them. They were paying the, they were paying the parents like they were paying the teachers. Ain't nobody finna do that shit for free. But every man and, male and female has a price. They were paying the, um, the day school, the, what do you call that shit, daycare owners, School teachers and fucking parents. They was paying their ass. They were paying them. But that nigga said suggestion. We suggested to the parents. What the fuck? And you know what? Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Done by a nursery school personnel. Was that your suggestion too? Yes. When these people would report to us, they saw childhood sexual activity. We asked them to uh, watch it and uh, take notes, and if possible, time it and report back to us. Some of the stimulation was clearly being done by adults themselves, isn't that correct? Yes, that was the pedophiles. Particularly one man, but there were several pedophiles that gave us data. But since they were all doing the same thing and reporting on the same thing and taking the same measurements, it looks like it was organized ahead of time. Is that right? No. No, we just simply ask anyone who had any data on childhood sexuality to tell us about it. Well, what about the cases then which it says in the book some of them were followed up for several years to make sure that true orgasm was involved. That looks like prospective planning there. Yeah, not on our part. You mean pedophiles just took it upon themselves to to do follow-up experiments to find out true orgasms were involved? 
At this stage of the interview, Gephardt engages in a bit of wordplay, but listen carefully as Dr. Muir gets to the point with him. Once we ask people about giving us their observations, we would ask them later, too. In other words, if there were, if there were some data files who reported their data to us, and we could, and if they got in contact with us later, we would then ask more about it. We follow up on, uh, by re-interviewing people occasionally. We call it retakes. I think that's mentioned. Right, it is. But I mean, what I'm trying to get at was this sounds like it was a little bit of prospective planning here. No, we did not plan and organize any Masters of Johnson type experiments with children, period. Never did. So, do pedophiles normally go around with stopwatches?
know who these children are, how their right. parents were involved, and right. have we have we talked to those children right. now as adults? When I wrote to the Kinsey Institute and I asked, what about these children? They just casually wrote me back. Gebhardt casually wrote me back that, well, we never had any follow-up on these children. It was too expensive, he said, or just impossible. What does he mean there's never been a follow-up? You just talked about men who are raping children, at least 317 children. Now we're looking at it. comes up to maybe 2,035 at minimum, probably, the youngest two months of age. And you call yourselves, quote-unquote, scientists, and you've never even followed up. That's a lie. There's got to be some information. And if it was good information, if they had found out that these children were completely unharmed, lived fine lives, we would know about it. They would have passed that information on to us so fast. Many of the children abused by Kinsey's pedophiles probably had no idea that they were part of a government-sponsored study. Most likely living out their lives in suffering and confusion about what had happened to them. But when the Family Research Council released its documentary, The Children of Table 34, the haunting image of a stopwatch sparked the memory of a woman who calls herself Esther White. My grandfather uh, molested me when I was around four. And he never did again. But he went to Indiana University to get his teaching certificate. And he took biology while he was there. And um, so I'm assuming that he probably met Kinsey there because the whole university was involved in his research. As a this child, is right here. It's, it's the damn grandfather. She's, you know, this chick is, I think she is, no, she ain't. I don't know. I don't know. But I think she's part of that um, whole CIA shit. The CIA is involved in this shit for the record. I just don't ever think that in one entity is different or totally separate from another entity that's totally separate from another entity that's totally separate from another. All this shit is inter-fucking-connected. This chick is the one that testified on what the MK Ultra them did to her ass. As she was a little girl, this is her. I'm telling you, this the one. I mean, I've been reading all this shit. This, this, these are the same fucking people involved. Was taken by her father and grandfather to meet with Alfred Kinsey and to be interviewed by him. But the real purpose of that meeting would be a mystery for years to come. I didn't really um, know. I didn't connect at all until I read Judith Friesman's writings. Especially when it came to uh, the video did, uh, where they showed a stopwatch. And that was the key. I realized yes, that was what was going on. Now in her 70s, her desire is to remain as anonymous as possible out of consideration for her family. Esther White is her assumed name. 
How old were you when you met Dr. Alfred Kinsey? It was probably in 1943 or so, 43 or 44. I was born in 34. Um, my father was very excited about. That's her. That's her. What's she, Doc? Anybody remember we were doing the math? I was like, how old was this girl? That That's her. That's her and a few other goddamn chicks. Remember? They started on her ass at four years old. I think, shit, where y'all at? Y'all can't stomach this shit? You don't need to be on the fucking planet. You got children, you want children, you better stomach this shit. You better not trust these fucktards. And man, don't even trust this motherfucking ass. Taking me there to meet Dr. Kinsey. I didn't know who he was. All I knew was that my dad was very excited about taking me there for an interview. And he was instructing me that I was to um, be very nice to this man and answer him. Um, He told me they would ask me about my family and whether I loved my family and so forth. So um, when we got there, it was at my grandfather's and great-grandmother's house, and um, uh, Mr. Kinsey and his two colleagues were late in getting there because it was wintertime, and he was doing a seminar at um, Ohio State University. This was in Columbus, Ohio, and um, when he came, he was in very much of a rush because they were so late. And he kneeled down in front of me and asked me questions about whether I loved my daddy, uh, whether I loved uh, my family. And, um, of course, I said yes, because I did. I loved my family. And the interview was very short. Uh, There was a man with him that had a clipboard who was taking down my answers to the questions, I can't remember all the questions he asked, but it was probably a five or 10 minute interview. And um, just before they left, my grandfather said, what about the check? And uh, he says, oh yes, I almost forgot. Who said that, Kinsey? Kinsey said that. And so, my uh, grandfather took a check from him, and Kinsey said, I made it out to both of you because I didn't know which one was going to get the money. The disturbing implication is that Alfred Kinsey used taxpayer money via the Rockefeller Foundation to finance pedophiles who were actively molesting children. Why would he pay them? For what? At the time, I didn't know for what. Many years later, I had found out that Rockefeller Foundation is the same foundation that the United Nations stand on, boys and girls. Rockefeller owned the ground that the United Nations is on. Rockefeller also owns John Hopkins University. Rock a fucking fella. 
Rock a goddamn fella. How about that? Never mind. Y'all know every goddamn thing. Fuck, I'm wasting my breath. Uh, my dad had actually helped Alfred Kinsey do research for his book. Esther's own father had been molesting her for years and sending information to the Kinsey Institute. When Kinsey's book, Sexual Behavior in the Human Male, was released, her father showed her a copy and boasted that he had helped to write it. At the time, she did not know what he meant. He gave me a copy of the book in 1947, but it was a pre-edition signed by somebody, autographed by somebody, and I don't remember who, but my father gave me the book and said that he helped Alfred Kinsey read what about the check? And uh, he says, oh, yes, I almost forgot. Who said that, Kinsey? Kinsey said that. And so my uh, grandfather took a check from him, and Kinsey said, I made it out to both of you because I didn't know which one was going to get the money. The disturbing implication is that Alfred Kinsey used taxpayer money via the Rockefeller Foundation to finance pedophiles who were actively molesting children. Why would he pay them? For what? At the time, I didn't know for what. Many years later, I had found out that uh, my dad had actually helped Alfred Kinsey do research for his book, Esther's own father had been molesting her for years and sending information to the Kinsey Institute. When Kinsey's book, Sexual Behavior in the Human Male, was released, her father showed her a copy and boasted that he had helped to write it. At the time, she did not know what he meant. He gave me a copy of the book in 1947, but it was a pre-edition signed by somebody, autographed by somebody, and I don't remember who, but my father gave me the book and said that he helped Alfred Kinsey, re, you know, um, research uh, on the book. And that it was going to change the way the world looks at sexuality. How old were you when your father first began to molest you? I was probably around six. Maybe seven, I couldn't tell you exactly. I was right. That is that little girl. That is her in the fucking CIA. They were all working with the fucking, with your United States government. That is that girl, Neff. She died. That's her. She was around six years old. I'm telling you, it was her. It, it was her and a few others, but she the one that been given the testimonies like, you see how this footage is, you know what I'm saying? Um, in the 80s, I reckon, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70. Yeah, that's her. She's part of the fucking New Phoenix, uh, that shit I've been reading. That's her testimony. That lady right there. That's her testimony, man. This shit is... Fuck yo, it's your government. You motherfucking niggas still vote. Y'all need to fuck you motherfucker. Look at these sick fucking crackers, man. 
Are you fucking kidding me? What the fuck? I wouldn't give him nothing. Do you ever remember your father molesting you with a stopwatch? Yeah. And then would he record information? There were um, uh, papers on the on the dresser, and I saw one of the papers one day, and it had um, a lot of questions on it. Um, and there were little boxes to check. It makes you fucking think. Hold on a second. It makes you goddamn think why they forced motherfuckers to pay taxes now, don't it? No, the fuck it don't. It make me goddamn think why they forced motherfuckers to pay tax so they could continue with this pedophile fucking bullshit that they do to goddamn children. You ain't paying taxes for no goddamn roads, motherfucker. You ain't paying it for no goddamn bridges. They are forcing you to pay fucking tax so they can continue to fuck fucking kids and kill them. That's why they force your ass to take them around goddamn strangers every goddamn day from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. and shit. That you don't even fucking, they force, and if you don't, you go to fucking jail and shit. It's shit like that. They force, they make shit laws. They make laws against goddamn parents, so you ain't got no choice but to drop your fucking children off Monday through fucking Friday and shit. Around, and then this motherfucker tax my ass. They force you to do all this shit. Man, everybody done participated in this sick-ass, fucked-up-ass shit. One way to goddamn mother you did, I did. That's what the fuck, yo. Are you fuck? what the fuck? I'm a loss for words. I say somebody that cuss so much don't have a goddamn big, huge vocabulary. No fucking shit. What the fuck can you say to this shit? What the fuck can you really say to this? This is what the fuck taxes for. This is what everybody getting taxed for. And if you don't, you go to jail. Then you getting taxed if you don't uh, uh, fucking put your child in fucking school. Because if you don't, you go to fucking jail. They want to fuck your fucking kids. They want to fuck. You're fucking kids. Mind fuck them, body fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. They really want to take them away from your goddamn ass. And then tax you for that shit. This shit here. Motherfucker, this shit here been going on in that sick ass goddamn religion ass Bible. That's why that all that sick shit in that motherfucker. That's why it's all in that shit about about children, about fucking children, man. This shit here is wild. This some wild ass. This is some shit here. This some shit here. I wouldn't give a man nothing. The more I know about something, I'd never give a man nothing. And you ain't getting shit. You ain't getting fucked. You ain't getting nothing, you piece of shit. You ain't in a bed in this old sick-ass motherfucker, and you too stupid to fucking see that shit because they done already sexed you the fuck out. All right. After this bitch, then part two, when we get into Penthouse Hustler Magazine and all that shit on Thursday. 
because hot damn politics on Wednesday night. Finish this little bitch up right here. This is some real foul ass shit. And you know I always had a problem. I don't give a fuck what nobody fucking say. I don't give a fuck how the fuck you feel. I don't give a shit. I don't talk about it. Even when I was younger, the younger got damn done. I done talked about it, and I still motherfucking, and I still ain't changed my motherfucking goddamn mind on a goddamn thing. I still ain't. All this love your daddy ass shit. Daddy's some pedophilia shit. I'm sorry to tell you motherfuckers that shit. I'm so sorry to tell you. I done told you a million fucking times. I got a problem. Do you, you can't ask this bitch. Do you love your father? Do you love your granddaddy and shit? I, I do because that's my family and shit. That's that shit. You got Nama talking about we ain't fucking no goddamn kids. We ain't molesting kids. We just showing our love. The fuck? And the problem I have with black niggas who claim to be daddies is that type of fucking mentality. I can't, you got that white man poisoning your fucking ass, and I look like the fucking bad guy when I talk about your fucking mentality that you done got from that goddamn sick-ass motherfucker. I look like the goddamn bad guy every fucking time. And uh, it was talking about orgasm. I didn't know what that word meant but at the time. And when I asked him what that word meant, when I saw it on the paper, he grabbed the paper, put it in a brown envelope, and he said that he was late in sending this in. And he put it in this big brown envelope. Esther's revealing testimony confirms Paul Gephardt's statement that Kinsey worked with parents who sent him child abuse data. She was also interviewed years ago by British filmmaker Tim Tate, who directed the documentary Kinsey's Pedophiles. Uh, Esther White, for what it's worth, swore uh, what's called the statutory declaration here. Um, She swore on oath that the information she gave was true to the best of her recollection, and so did her mother. We asked Esther to give us her opinion about the Kinseyan philosophy that children are sexual from birth. Children are not sexual from birth. They are obedient to whomever is over them. In my case, it was my father. You honored your... Let me tell you how this shit. Let me tell you. So when my niece came out and told motherfuckers that her daddy, which is my brother, was fucking her at seven years to fuck old. Do you understand that people still don't believe that shit? Because how he carried his goddamn fake ass self. Now, interesting enough, interesting enough, when she got pregnant, I think the baby is probably seven, eight years old now, but when she got pregnant, you know what the doctor told her? That her whole insides is fucked up and there is no way that she can carry that baby. Now, how your insides get fucked up? Unless somebody older done did that shit to you. And still to this day, motherfuckers is in doubt that this girl could be lying. Okay? 
she they wanted her to they told her she wasn't gonna be able to carry that motherfucker because her insides was fucked up. She 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 looks slow. She ain't put two and two together, but I did. That's because your daddy did fuck you. Your daddy did that shit to you. I don't understand why y'all motherfuckers believe in man, woman, and fucking child. Ain't no way in hell I believe in that whole shit. I would never believe in no no daddy, mama, and a goddamn baby. I don't believe in that trinity. I would never believe in that shit as long as the mind of humans are fucked up. That's only my child, and I'm only here to protect it. You got to go. And one more goddamn thing. One more motherfucking thing. Let me tell you something. All this goddamn bashing these influential motherfuckers is doing to the black fucking woman, they only and, and trying to force this bitch to open her door and let some nigga in. You hear me? This is all this shit is about so they can fuck the goddamn kids. That's it. That's all. I'm telling you, this is full of fucking deception. It's full of deception. It is. It is so. It's all this goddamn influential, talking-ass, black-ass niggas and bitches falling for. It is influential fucking deception. And I mean that shit. That's all this shit is. They have put in the minds of all these motherfuckers pedophilia. And they mad that the bitch ain't interested. That's why they body slamming the bitch. I can't fuck you and fuck the child, so I have to fucking body slam your ass all over the fucking Internet, every goddamn where, how fucked up you are, black woman, how fucked up you are because your ass won't accept me in your motherfucking, then going to blame corporation, going to blame masculinity on the bitch that she done lost her feminine, all this dumb and now, nah, motherfucker, I know exactly what the fuck you want. I ain't stupid like the rest of these goddamn bitches trying to make corrections for some goddamn strange-ass man. I know exactly what the fuck that shit is. That's all this shit is about. Your mother and your father, you obeyed what they said. You did what they said. That's the reason I was silent for so many years. I was told not to tell my mother that this was uh, normal and all the other little girls and boys were doing this too. So this was not uh, a, a rare thing at all. That was They just didn't talk about it. So I was made to believe that I was sexual, but I was. Did I get the part? Did I miss the part where, where she say, you know, I was told to honor thy parents and shit that day should be longer. Obey your mama. See, that, that's that sick. You talking about some mind fucking. You want to mind fuck the kids. That bullshit right there. Did I miss it yet? Did she say that part yet? You know what I'm saying? But she said, I had to obey my dad and my granddad and all the rest of them motherfuckers because that's how I was raised to respect my parents and honor them motherfuckers. Ain't no way in fuck hell I honor or respect any goddamn body. You couldn't beat me to do that shit. You couldn't deprive me to change. 
I can't change your, you can take everything the fuck away from me, and that still, you still won't get what the fuck you want. You still won't get that shit. It's fear. They put that shit in goddamn kids, just like the government says, peace on earth, but it means war. So when they say respect, only obey your mom and your daddy, that means let them fuck over you. That's what the fuck that means. And anybody motherfucking put their foot down using that shit on their children off with your fucking head. They shouldn't obey your dumb ass. That's put fear in them. To take things away from them because you ain't getting your fucking way as an adult, use a piece of shit. Use a sorry piece of fucking shit to snatch shit away because you can't have your fucking way. You a sick fuck just with that white nasty beast motherfucker. You take and you give your child something, you don't take that shit from them motherfucker because you can't have your goddamn way. The fuck is wrong with y'all? I hated it. I cried. I had convulsions. But that was totally ignored. She's heartbroken about the life that she lived because of her abuse at the hands of her father and grandfather, who were working for Kinsey and sending material to him. Uh, I'm going to tell you, man, that's why they want that damn black bitch, the white bitch, the Jap bitch, and the Jew bitch lobotomized. That's all this shit is, so they can run a muck on the damn babies, man. That's all this shit is, so they can run a muck. That's why they want to take the bitch brain. They want to take her fucking brain. Everybody asks, so where was the mama in this shit? Fucking dead some goddamn well in a fucking coma like y'all bitches was at one goddamn time. Then no shit from fucking sugar. That's what they want. That's all this shit is about, goddamn shit. So they can run a fucking muck. What happened, Twink, when that nigga yours couldn't run a muck? That motherfucker decide that so-called deprive your ass and shit and the fucker because we won't let you run a month, motherfucker. The fuck? Ain't nobody, ain't nobody in their goddamn right mind don't let you run a month in this motherfucker. Fuck out of him. Bring it in, Twank. Girl, high five, bitch. Sister, for real. We don't play that shit there. We don't play that motherfucker there, baby. Motherfucker, we don't give a fuck what you got. Kill a nigga dead. Kill a nigga dead. <laughs> we don't give a fuck about no job, nigga, nobody. We finna let you run no goddamn muck around this bitch. For real, goddamn, that's all the fuck all these niggas is yelling and screaming as influential fucking cyberspace pedophiles. They mad because the black bitch be her 25 or 26 or 30 or 40. Won't let these niggas run amok. They want to run amok. That's what they mad. They want to run amok. Woo! Let me sit my ass down. What number at? 119. That's 921-1916. 
Six, seven, eight, nine. Stop it right there. One hour, 19 minutes and 16 seconds. Part two, motherfuckers, is Thursday. When they go, when they get into Playboy and all that fucking shit, how they put goddamn pedophilia in all the goddamn Playboys, hustlers, what else? What's the other one? Penthouse Magazine and shit, putting fucking kids in that motherfucker. You bitches didn't even fucking know. All the bitches didn't even fucking know. Then all of them didn't even fucking know. They had no clue. That's his shit. That's boys will be boys, as they say. Boys will be boys. That's what the fucking white bitch, she's the stupidest hoe on the planet. And your black counterpart wants your ass just like that goddamn bitch. So we'll lose another generation of children. That's all. All about the man. All about the fucking man, not about the children. All about the man. TDJs. All about the woman, about the man and shit. And all these motherfuckers, I'm telling you. Samuel, that bitch nigga Samuel, all about the man, not about the children, about the fucking woman and shit. It's tell you that divert your attention away from the children. That's all this shit is. Avert your attention away from the children. That's all. That's all this shit is about, man. That's all. That's all. That's all. Bitch, you want to have children? You got to divert your attention away from children in order to have children. Did you know that shit? I had a nigga. I had a nigga that was trying to divert me away from my children. And two of them he claimed is his. was actually one he claimed was his. Yeah. It was all about him. Trying to bust. Oof. Motherfucker. Never loved man, never will. Never obeyed man, never will. Ain't no way. Got to be swift. Got to be on point. You got to be disobedient. You got to be disagreeable. You got to be. You you, you got to be uh, difficult to live with. You got to be difficult to fucking live with. You ain't difficult to live with. You doing something fucking wrong. You doing something fucking wrong. Because you can't let these motherfuckers run them up, man. Can't let them run them up. Um, interesting enough, I got that goddamn book, Sexual Behavior in the Human Male, uh, author Alfred K. Kinsey. This how they bought in sex education and all that sick shit. Now I'm bringing in that worst shit to these little babies here in school. This, that shit. This was a, man, when I tell you, when I tell you that the devil have a fucking plan and he going to stick to it, this shit go way back before we was born, baby. This has been they plan forever, okay? They stick to this motherfucker. God, dog, the devil is a non-fucking drifter, okay? And look what they are bringing into schools now. This been a plan the whole time. And do you know that man is still a man? Did y'all know that shit? Do you get what I'm trying to say? Man is still a man. 
No, you don't. You get what I'm saying? No, you don't. You don't know the fuck I'm talking about. Man is still a man. Do you get what I'm saying? Man is still a man. There's no such thing as you. There's no such thing as you. You have been watered the fuck down. There's no such. You are it. Yeah, you a pregnant person. That's what the fuck you are. Man is still a man, okay? But all that you are has been watered down to a it, to a person. Man is still a man. Man is still a man. Yes. I um, took a look at some of the government universities in the psychology area and psychiatry area where there's bathrooms. Man is still a man. The word man is still there. But for your ass, it's a whole bunch of other shit that does not identify what the fuck we are. Is any, anybody can go through that door. Whatever they think, whatever they say they is, they can go to that door and use it. But man is still a man. Man is still a man. Ain't that something? Everybody else on that side. Yeah. That's a motherfucker there. That's some strange ass shit. Whew. And I'm the bad guy. I am the bad guy. They done deleted you. Your daughters, your mothers, your mother's mothers, your mother's 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 mothers. What they wanted. That's what they That's exactly what they wanted. They had a plan this whole fucking time. Before we were motherfucking born, that motherfucker sticks to his plan. I wish black males were persistent like that. <laughs> I do. God damn, how do you become righteous? By being more righteous than a damn devil. By being more righteous than a that's the only fucking way. Ah, goodness gracious. Uh, this bastard book is 810 fucking pages. 800, look at that, got the Rockefeller written all in it. This is book. The present volume is a progress report from a case history study on human sex behavior. The study has been underway during the past nine years. Throughout these years, it had... It has had the sponsorship and support of Indiana University, and during the past six years, the support of the National Research Council Committee for Research on Problems of Sex with funds granted by the Medical Division of the Rockefeller Foundation. All in this old-ass goddamn book. Rockefeller's still here, baby. These motherfuckers still here. They go way back. Rockefeller go way back. It is a fact finding survey in which an attempt to which an attempt is being made to discover what people do sexually and what factors account for differences in sexual behavior among individuals and among various segments of the population. When they said Kingsley was in Bloomington, you knew it when they said that shit. 
And, you know, it's so interesting that people actually worship the devil and have no idea that that's the fucking devil. They want to pattern their whole life behind these motherfuckers. This is what they want. This is what they want. This is what they want. You have to be diabolical to be in the position that they're in. You have to be as fucked up as them. This shit here is amazing. Get them young. That's what men say, don't they? Get them young. Ain't that what men say? All men say it. Get them young. He's sick. He's sick. That's why the education system want them young. They set up daycare so they can come right out the pussy into a goddamn daycare. They want them young. They want them young. They want them young. She don't even know. She don't even know it. She's just doing what the man say. And she calls it her freedom. She'll have more time in the day to do some shit. That shit, they're wild as fuck, man. Yep. Certain men say stay home and raise the children. Stay home and raise the babies. How you plan on doing that when society wants the children? Man dictates. Um, it was a sister that um, I think her baby's like three going on four. She got joint custody. <clears throat> And the dad is ready to rush the little motherfucker on into the hands of the Dajal. And she wants to be able to homeschool him because, you know, the bitch know me. <laughs> and it is a motherfucker. It is difficult. It is hard. It is difficult, you know. She wants to protect him in the form of homeschooling. And this motherfucker here believes, you know, and white man's school is better and safer and I guess can make them smarter. I would prefer to have an uneducated, protected child than one that is educated and not protected. That's just how I am. That's just how I am, goddamn. Fuck that. Fuck trying to see a spot, see spot run and see spot jump. If you can, I don't give a fuck if you can read his garbage. I just rather, man, protection is so important. Protection is so important in anything. You know what I'm saying? Because left unprotected, motherfucker, that shit there, that shit there will fuck you up for the rest of your life. Won't it? That'll fuck you up the rest of your life. You can learn on your own. You can learn on your own, baby. Three six zero six zero two. Give me my check. This you, DeBrock. Yeah, it's me. What's going hey, on, baby? How you doing? Great day, sweetheart. Uh, I'm doing good. Right, y'all. Can you hear the Um, I just wanted to ask you a question. Um, what is the uh? <clears throat> what is the spiritual reference in ancient Egypt 
for spirit. For for who? What do they call a spirit in, in, in ancient Egypt? Do you know? Uh, ka, ba, ka. Okay. I think ka. Okay, so ka, right? Kot is the body. Oh. I think okay. kot. Somebody help me out, motherfuckers. Where y'all superheroes at? Um, I think it's kot. No, kot is the body. Yeah. Ba is the soul. Right. Ka, C-K-A. No, in ancient Egypt, in Kemet, J-1. Yeah, ka. Ka is the spirit. Uh-huh. Ba. Ba is soul. Ka. K-H-A is spirit. And kat. K-H-A-T is body. Okay. Now, um, whatever do we represent? What who? Whatever do we represent? Whatever do we represent? What What was the word? Whatever? What? Yeah, no, I said whatever, ever, whatever do we represent. Are you saying ether? Yeah, ether. <laughs> you call it ether? <laughs> ether? Mm-hmm. Ah. Well, well, we have ether, we have ether in coming through us, in and out and through us. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, well, I don't know who that is in your back in your background, but um, yeah. Okay. You have liquid ether, ultra right. gases ether. You got all types of ether coming through and coming in through your etheric cord. Right. And like your medical cord. How many numbers of pages is in his book? Oh, which one? The Human Sexual Behavior Book. Yeah. How many numbers? That's what you're really getting at. 810. Yeah. Okay. And uh, his initials, if you were to take his the first and his last initials and you reverse them, what would they uh, become? If I did what? If you were to reverse his um, initials, his first and last name. Who? Afrikansi? Mm-hmm. If I was uh, K.A., you talking about Ka? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about the C? You don't need that. But um, <laughs> you need yeah. just a right. It's a spirit. Yeah. That, that sex, a, that's, sex yeah, is that's a spirit. I like how you did that, baby. Yeah, sex yeah, is it's a spirit. Yeah, you're it's right. You're right, sweetheart. I just, I just wanted, I just, that's all I came in to say. And then all of a sudden, Uh-huh. I said, it, 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 it popped up out of nowhere as soon as I come on the phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sex is a spirit. <laughs> it, it is a it is a spirit, and and all it takes is is a couple of times for that spirit to stay in you. Yeah, no matter what it is, everything has a, even a rock has a spirit. So everything, you know, there's a spirit. To any and every goddamn thing That's why One of the things that they took from ancient Egypt Is The exorcism of spirits Remember Zena In the Magaraj book Where those that had negative Spirits in a sense They had to go into the temple And try to get that shit out That's an exorcism You there Zena You know what I'm talking about Yeah 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 you have to get it out. Um, drugs is a spirit. 
been addicted to that shit. That's why if you look at a, a if you take someone that's that's trying to get rid of the drugs in their system, and then you watch someone that so-called has a demonic possession, it's the same shit. It's a spirit. So if you watch the exorcism or or or, or watch videos of people uh, detoxing detoxing the 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 drugs, that's a spirit. That is a spirit that they're trying to get out. In the very beginning of the uh, Umen, not the Umen, it's Umen, the Sacred Wisdom of Tehuti, he, I'll pull, pull up the book. He, um, he speaks on um, viruses, bacteria, germs, and something else. Viruses, bacteria, and germs. And he said... One is a jinn, one is a demon, and one is a devil. I'm, I'm just made up the devil word. You understand? And that's what physicians and commit was supposed to do is to exercise that demon out of them. Yeah, sickness is nothing more than a spirit that has possessed them. Uh, let me find it. Um, that is so key. That is so fucking key. I, I got to find it, though, but it's in the Sacred Wisdom of Tehuti, and um, I think that's dealing with Kanun. Um, but he says, um, he says, damn, did I fold the page? <sighs> mortals and mortals, the intellect controlled by will and directed by mind is wisdom, blah, blah, blah. He says, viruses, germs, bacteria is a demon, a jinn, or evil spirit. Something like that. He didn't call them the three demons. He actually classified each one. What a virus is, what a bacteria is, and what a germ is. All of it deals with spirit, possessions. And he said in ancient Kemet, that's what the physicians were to do, is to exercise that shit out of them. You wrote that down somewhere? I should have wrote it on the fucking wall. <laughs> Let me find it. And, and while, while I was reading it, it was during the same time that... Um, Let me find it. I know, it, I know it's somewhere dealing with Kanoon. I know it's dealing with canoe. Hold on, give me a second, y'all. Uh, but y'all get the point, but somebody can find it. Um, it's on the page with canoe. But that's the point, is that they they are spirits. They are spirits. And this whole plane is a spiritual plane. That needs a body. Thank you, Zena. All illnesses were caused by, oh, okay, three demons, virus, microbes, germs, bacteria, as one gen, two demons, evil spirits, four devils. So I was right with the devil part. So if you put four with four, bacteria is the devil. Germs is the evil spirits. Microbes is the demon. And viruses is the gin. 
getting into the human body by way of its opening, the nostrils, the mouth, eyes, ears, genitals, or open cuts or sores. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. What page, uh, Zena? Just so we can, I can fold that page for next time. What page, baby? What page you see it on? Um, come on. You know what page you on? Yeah. So even if we classify each, oh, you don't have a number. So even if we classify virus, microbes, germs, bacteria. Yeah. And you see one, two, three, four. Virus one, microbes two, germs three, four, bacteria. One gen, virus, microbes, demons, germs, evil spirits, bacteria, devils. And you find the part, it's, it's copy and paste the part above it because the part above it is when he says that's what the physicians were designed to do their physicians, was to exercise all those illnesses out of those people. That's what a physician is. They perform the exorcism. They get that shit out of them motherfuckers. That's a possession. So, yeah, um, yep. so all physicians have to be wise in the black magic of casting away evil white magic spirits that those lost spirits who can't escape this realm, they're unholy ghosts. So they plague the weak, the sick. What's the next word there? Twank the young and old. The sick were taken to his temple by family and friends. And then he goes into because... To us Egyptians, all illnesses were caused by the three demons, virus, microbes, germs, bacteria, gins, demons, evil spirits, four devils. See? So all physicians have to be wise in the black magic of casting away evil, white magic spirits. And I'm glad um, DeBrock came in with that. Because that motherfucker put them spirits in them babies. Can you hear me? Yes, we are. Yep. So from from Medu Neta to Medicine. I don't know about that one, but I see you on the roll. (laughs) I don't know about Medu. To medicine, but I see you on the road. That's that shit right there. The nostrils, mouth, eyes, ears, genitals, or open, see that? Or open cuts or sores. This is why. These motherfuckers here, baby. It's a possession. Which is why. Our sweetheart, Queen of Fama, kept warning us about the gates, the mouth, the ears, the genital gates, the eye gates, all that type of shit. Every fucking thing, because they could get in. Got to protect, got to protect that. And that's all it takes. 
is an opening, is a, is is a way in. That's it. That's it. I'm being on to us. We just some dumbass motherfuckers walking around this bitch, eyes wide open, everything fucking open, man. Thinking that's just the natural way. It is so unnatural because they they want everybody possessed. Everybody possessed with demons, with evil spirits, with gins. Yeah, this what this shit is. Great day, newbie. How you doing? Let me show some love to everybody, man. We're about to go into overtime in 24 minutes, though. But great day, everybody over there in the after party. Everybody on the call line. Hope all is well with y'all. Ooh, Lord have mercy. That nigga said physicians should practice black magic. You should be up on your shit. I'm just, I just can't stop shaking my head, Miss Sugar Pea. I am so, um, I don't know the word. I'm just so pissed off at black people, man. Nubian people. Page 36. Thank you, Zena. Let me fold that bitch. Page 36. I must have been almost there. 36. There it is. Yep, all about Kanoon. Who is the Natir Kansu? My bad, I was saying Kanoon Kansu, but that's where it pops up at. Yeah, let me fold this page up right here. Yeah. But, man, I'm just like, yo, it ain't, it, I'm so though of, of Nubian people, people of melanin or the appear to have it. I'm so fucked up. I'm just so done. I'm so done only because this son of a bitch has denied Negroes of their rights, their true rights, not legal rights, not Mr. White Man Law Ass rights, what was rightfully fucking yours. And this son of a bitch took it and exploited it and got these niggas believing in some guy. I'm so done. That which is really fucking evil that renders Negroes powerless, and that's religion. Fucked up. It is so fucked up. It is so fucked up. It is so. You're supposed to be in your black goddamn magic. You're supposed to be in your black guy doggone magic, motherfucker. This sick fuck is all in his white magic. And you can't be in your black magic. You got to be in what he gives you. Him, himself, white coats, white pills, white sugar, white women, white men, white dead fucking honkies, white TV shows. White children fucking shows with, 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 with faggots and costumes for your fucking kids. This shit, wow. This shit is so wild. He doesn't have to um, build another. You, you know you ain't a threat no more if this motherfucker ain't built another COINTELPRO. You know that niggas is no longer a fucking threat. There is not one that can fucking unify and electric. That shit is over. You know it's over. You know you ain't a threat no goddamn more of taking back your people from this motherfucker. 
You know you ain't a threat no more. You know it got you so wrapped up in what you what you because you want to be like his ass. You want you want to have the dog, the wife, the fucking kids, and live in fucking la la land. This is amazing. That motherfucker got a a a a got every nigga, got every motherfucking nigga. Okay. He got every motherfucking body now. Ain't this a motherfucker? Got every goddamn body. This is the shit. Look, have y'all seen those, um, I guess, the Sesame Street Parade? Anybody look at the Sesame Street Parade? Black people is pissed off at the Sesame Street Parade. Because all them sick fucks in the Sesame Street outfits ain't hugging and touching your child's booty and shit. So they mad about it. They mad that the guy... (laughs) They mad that a human underneath Big Bird and all the rest of them motherfuckers ain't molesting their fucking kids, okay? They mad about that. I got to put it in my words, Twink. They're calling it racism, I call it motherfucker keeping your child safe from a pervert dressed up in a goddamn costume that your children in love with. That's what I call it, goddamn it. Yeah, they saying it's racism because, I mean, I I just laugh at the shit because the shit funny. You see all these black-ass fucking kids and parents all fucking smiles and shit, and here come, let's say, Bert and fucking Arnie, um, hugging and playing with white kids and, and the nigga child next, and, and they they literally twank, throw their hands up like, fuck you to the nigga child. Fuck you. And pass them right on by. Fuck you. Nah, hell nah. <laughs> Your baby don't belong in that shit any fucking way. The fuck your child supposed to be watching Godfather? God damn it. Let them fucking white-ass goddamn kids keep getting experimented on. The fuck? You do not need to be having your children involved in this goddamn fuckery shit any goddamn way. You got nigger kids. Yep. Newbie, did you see the video? And motherfuckers like, not you, little loose neck. <laughs> little loose neck ain't even supposed to be there. You know what I'm talking about? Fascinated over these motherfuckers in costumes. You see? You see how they mind fucking the kids? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. No, niggas ain't teaching their children. Niggas ain't teaching. I'm so pissed off. Niggas ain't teaching their children. Niggas ain't teaching. You got to, you got to pull the mask off of these motherfuckers and then teach your children. Show them that they ain't nothing but some grown ass sick fucks. You have to expose them. These babies is these niggas babies should not be in awe. And then get let down 
and then you call it racism. They should not be in awe over a sick fucking bastard with a white beard and a red outfit on and some goddamn boots. You cannot have your children mind-fucked in this goddamn la-la land-ass bullshit. Our children deserve to know that these motherfuckers ain't nothing but goddamn pedophiles. Your Santa Claus, Satan, your burden-earning motherfuckers, your tele-fucking puppets, whatever the fuck new they got out here, you got to take the fucking mask off them motherfuckers. They'll never be let down. You have to pull the mask off, then teach your children. Zena, please forgive me when I say this. You're going to be an awesome mother one day. (laughs) 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 Bitch, you're going to be a bad woke bitch. You're going to be a woke bitch, girl. You're going to be a woke bitch. Okay? <laughs> Your child gonna be the only motherfucker on the planet, baby, with all nine plus higher senses on this bitch. You hear me? God damn it! <laughs> Your child gonna be a motherfucking indigo all day, not mind fucked by nan shit. Your child gonna sit there and watch the Kensington shit. Your child going to watch them goddamn documentaries on fucking uh, graphene oxide and, bi- and, and, and venom that they put in the fucking vaccine to kill motherfuckers. Girl, your child will not be a stranger to the fucking truth. You hear me? You hear me, bitch? If you ever have one, if you just fucking take somebody else's fucking child. Your motherfucking baby gonna know it. Oh, motherfucker, it would not be mine fucked. You hear me? You'll be the first parent that ain't got to ever argue with the goddamn child about the truth, okay? <laughs> You'll be the first motherfucker on this goddamn planet. Ain't got to never argue. Your baby will know it, honey, before you say it. Mama, I already motherfucking know, bitch. That's how that shit gonna be. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, it's so many white-minded-ass Negroes with fucking kids. It's sickening. Still happening to this day. I thought that nigga, that nigga whitewash bullshit was over until I saw that Sesame Street-ass goddamn parade and shit. I'm like, are you fucking, y'all are, what the fuck? What the fuck? Y'all, <laughs> I'm like, what the Y'all niggas still mind fucking that these mother... You done got these babies believing in this whole ass shit and getting, and getting let down by these sick pedophile ass monsters in a costume and shit. This is ridiculous. Man, I thought that shit was over. I thought it ended with my baby's generation. I thought motherfuckers had some sense. Zena keep legs closed tight. She ain't having it. Um, stop recommending it, newbie. Somebody got to be the baddest motherfucker, goddamn. Somebody got to create the baddest motherfucking child on the fucking planet, boo. 
somebody gonna have to get the get get at least one of the hundred and forty four thousand to kick ass and take motherfucking names. God damn it. Somebody got that. That would be goddamn. I can see it. I'm telling you, I can see that shit. I can see it. Goddamn, baby, it's what you put in that motherfucker before that son of a bitch do it. That shit is so important. That shit is so fucking important. So important. Tell you, man, I, all I hear is this man say this shit in the 80s, and we was just, Twelve, some of us, ten. That motherfucker said we were so busy. Motherfucker that was born in the forties and fifties and sixties, and that's the eighties. He said we were so busy trying to motherfucking live our goddamn life and had no idea that the devil was after our children. That's us. After us, we were supposed to been a we supposed to protect our children, but we were so busy trying to be something, you know, and the devil, and we left the children alone with the devil toys. You feel me? Left them alone with the devil toys, and look at it now. The devil toys, the devil toys done got so sophisticated. Look, yo, this fucking evil, anybody still watching evil? Come dance with me. On the dance floor, this fucking evil. They, you okay? Okay, you man, motherfucker. I'm so glad I ain't got no fucking kids. But motherfucker, they are showing you an evil that these motherfuckers are grown ass motherfuckers pretending they cartoon characters to get to your fucking kids. They are showing that shit. That all this latest apps and shit for real, okay? And yo fucking yo, what the fuck? Newbie, Rock Week Nine, baby, give me a mic check, sweetheart. Oh, tap, oh, tap, Don. How you doing this evening? You are so on it. Man, you glad you did your fucking in the nineties, ain't you? Uh, sure, sure am, Don. Sure am. This is ridiculous. What the fuck? You saw that last episode? Yes, Don. They are really exposing. Paramount ain't no joke, is it? We were sleeping on Paramount. Good thing I paid for them that 99 cent subscription. I'm surprised they're letting that one just. <laughs> it must have made it under the radar, or people they just don't. The people won't get it because nah, it's so man. realistic, Doc. No, you know what everybody watching? They watching them they faggots watching? on TV. They, they watching them faggot ass reality shows and all that faggot ass shit. They are. That's what they they occupied with that. They are crazy. Yeah, I've been paying, you know, I'm on social media. They always talk about what they watching and shit. They know they know everybody in that sick ass shit. That's what that's what got them distracted. Only us. I just want to put on record, I want you niggas never to forget I turned y'all on to evil. Newbie, your turn to say, okay. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 
Thank you, Doc. <laughs> and that's only because I got telepathy. I heard a voice say, bitch, you need to watch this. Only because my telepathy on fleet said, you need to watch this shit. Did, did, did you see what happened when she when the dude asked her, oh, what does he look like? When when she well, when she went into the office to ask the guy if she she could take over the grandma. Oh, oh, you talking about the yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What happened? He was like, um, "How many eyes does he have?" Because she at first asked one of the associates, "Don't you get a smell when you go in there?" And then. Can you tell me how many eyes he has? He's like, he has two eyes. Yeah, her eyes are open. Right. He can see it all. When when the psychiatrist came up there, he was like, well, how many eyes does he have? And she was like, five. He was like, welcome to the crew. Yeah. You are part of the family now. Yeah. Yep. 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 But that ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about these goddamn apps that these babies is on and have no fucking clue. Oh, no. Yes, absolutely, Don. The social media apps and the social media influencers and what they're getting these kids to do. designed yeah. for children, you have to tell your children don't fuck with that shit. It's common sense. Anything that's designed and geared towards children to attract children, you is supposed to have enough sense to say that shit ain't for you. When this when these six fucks design shit for children, you know that they after the children. It's common sense. Right, Twain? Right, newbie? Yes, Doc. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's common goddamn sense. You keep your children away from children's shit. It's all, in, it's all the makers of this shit is sick fucking adults. All of it. It always bothered me. My instincts, my intuition, that, all, that has always bothered me. This shit don't make no fucking sense. TV shows. Apps, games, no matter what, you know what I'm talking about? Like, that shit there is like, uh-uh, something, mm-mm. All that interactive shit, mm-mm. Ain't no way in fucking hell. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. All by, headed by men and women, adult sick fucks. That's all. Subliminally, ain't no way in fucking hell. I had my children watching all adult shit, okay? (laughs) I don't trust them kids shit at all. I do not trust children nothing, children's stories. I've never, ever gave my child a book without me reading it. I chose every goddamn book, and I had to read it. No fucking way. I got to read this shit. I got to read it. But... Actually, the books that I chose for my babies, a lot of it was African folklore. It's way better than Mother uh, Goose and all the rest of them motherfuckers. But, yeah, and, of course, science books and shit like that without, you know, sickness, 
sick fucks in it, but mm-mm. you know everybody is writing children books now. You know that? Did you know that newbie? Everybody no, is writing children fucking books. That shit bothers me. Mm-hmm. And everybody think that shit is the most fucking smartest shit ever. That is the sickest shit. That's the most sickest ever. Uh, the last one that I heard that was coming out with a children's book is Ashanti, the singer. And this bitch ain't even got no fucking kids. <laughs> so she made the intelligent decision not to have children, but she was the have the right to write children's no, books. No, no, this bitch needs to write a book on how goddamn, um, how to avoid a beatdown in a fucking relationship. Oh, whoa, whoa. Or how to walk what right what into What happened? What happened? What I She needs to be writing real. I don't know why people avoid their lives. That's the problem. Why do you avoid your life? Me and I said was having this conversation today. People, and I didn't say avoid. I used the word protect. People protect their lives, and they leave others unprotected. I don't protect my life. I protect you. You understand? What I'm saying is people protect their lives, newbie. While... Billions of others are left unprotected. You hear me? Yes. Does that make sense? That's what I was. Yeah, I, mean, I said yeah, we're talking about. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They protect their lives. I don't protect mine. I protect yours and yours and yours and yours and yours and yours. Everybody should know. Yeah. She should be writing about abuse, not, what is that called? Is that called deflecting or something? Like Uh, when you don't want to address what the fuck is going on with your ass, so you write a fucking La La Land ass book for for some goddamn kids. You need to be telling your avoidance or deflecting. What is it called? Misdirection? It could be be deflecting, yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they go in a whole nother world and they hide their lives. That's all they're fucking, that's all these people do. They protect their lives and leave so many others unprotected. You know? I, I, I would tell it. I would tell it. And nobody told this bitch to write a book. This is that whole mentality in the victim being shamed or feeling ashamed. That's what this is. It's the classical thing. When you should be out there exposing. Absolutely. So that others can be protected. A hundred percent, Don. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you taking on the guilt? <clears throat> Say it. That's it. That's Why are you it. taking on the guilt? That's it right there. Why are you taking on the guilt? That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. You said it. 
That's it. That's it right there. Free That's yourself it. of the guilt. Yep. Yep. So, so oh, two minutes to overtime. Okay. Thank you, Zena. Anybody want in before this switchboard go down? Hurry up, call in. You got, nope, it ain't two minutes. My thing say 34 seconds remaining. <laughs> Do I need to refresh? Maybe this is an old goddamn switchboard on me. Let me see. It say two minutes? Nope, it say. No, it's a minute, Doc. Even might be less. Y'all, nigga, mine is showing. That clock is all wrong. Mine's showing 16 seconds. We're about to take off. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me look at this other one. Yep, eight seconds. Five seconds. Four seconds. Three seconds. Two seconds. That's it, overtime. I, I refresh. It's, it's legit. My shit legit, man. That shit off a little bit. Yeah. Ah, um, oh, wow. That's, uh, Zena, check out Evil, okay? Get off of uh, alone for a second and check out Evil when you get a chance. I.B., please stay your ass in or out. This is ridiculous, sir. Nuba, you got anything you want to share, baby? Yeah, Don, they use that sex force uh, a lot in evil. It is heavy in evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It showed the spirit. It showed that spirit. Yeah. I, I would always say it's a possession. I, I still, like, I don't <laughs> Like, I just remember being with this ignorant, no matter what fucking man I was with, though, minding my fucking business, I'm fully dressed, I'm in the kitchen cooking, this motherfucker come out butt naked, and I would turn around and say, what the fuck possessed you? <laughs> what the fuck possessed your ass? What the fuck? That shit, wow. He took it upon himself, huh? Man, it's a possession. I'm th that fucking spirit is serious. It is. And 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 that page thirty six that Zena dropped for the um whatever the fuck yeah thirty six I ain't gonna forget that shit. Um, it's it says their spirits. Yeah, yeah, and even in the Luciferian conspiracy, it's spirits. Let me sign. The keeper of change, a seraphim, meaning those of fire, the master healer of the sick and protector against all evil spirits. Go, six ether spirit forces of evil. The one who chased away evil in all forms. The originator of exorcists. For evil spirits are the source of all illnesses. So all physicians have to be wise in the black magic of casting away evil, white magic spirit forces. Those lost spirits who can't escape the ram, they're unholy ghosts. They're lost spirits. They can't escape it. Yeah, that's why you, um, you know, that's why it's a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual fucking battle because them motherfuckers all around even lingering in your home right now, everywhere, everywhere. Get in the car with you, sit at the table, just waiting, just fucking waiting. 
laying at the in bar, the bed, in the shots. laying in the bed with you. You be in the bed by yourself. That motherfucking spirit laying right there watching the fucking show you watching. They just waiting. Trying to find a way in, <laughs> Trying to find a way in. Or breaking For your real? skin. You go to you go to sleep butt naked. Oops. Right in there. They <laughs> won't hear, man. That's some sick ass shit. Yep. It's a spiritual battle. It's a warfare. Spiritual warfare, man. Can't nobody see it because everybody thinks that's normal. You know, they think, hey, it's a normal thing to... To, to think like it, to live like it, to speak like it, to eat like it, to I sleep—I mean, everything. It's just—they—they—they're unaware. They're unaware. They have no clue that somebody has took the driver's seat. They have no clue. That's what I like about evil, man. They show you that shit, like. <laughs> So you again, you will never see the Holy Ghost. I tell you that much. You will never see the Holy Ghost. You're going to always see the unholy ghost. Look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. He said something You'll right see there. the unholy ghost. That's a motherfucker, ain't it? It sure is. They all around. Disembodied spirits waiting to become an inembodied spirit to get in. That's why we got to protect them babies. The world is about to fuck. Is is we lose this generation, man? It's over. We lose this generation. Yeah, and they after them hard. You know they're out there hard when, when, when the goddamn, whole goddamn government says, if you don't let us mind fuck your goddamn kids into this gay-ass shit in the school system, your children will never eat. You know we got some... We, they are... Because you can tell it's the last minutes left on the clock for them to come out like this. You know what I'm saying? This is the last minute on the clock, y'all, for them to go, for them to come out hard like this. They ain't got but a goddamn 60 fucking seconds remaining. They are blatant about it. That's right, Don. Blatant in your face, not hiding it anymore. Yep. Yep. Nothing's been being hidden. Yep. 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 Everything just in your goddamn face. This is they this is their last little minute left, and they gotta take as many as they can of the new innocent blood. They need the innocent blood, the young. They already got the old. They got motherfuckers in our generation. They got every goddamn body. But as long as babies being born, it's hope for the devil. It's hope like a motherfucker, ain't it? And then you know it's something when that motherfucker said infants. From under five to infants, we want to inoculate them motherfuckers too. Come on, y'all. Come on, wake up. (laughs) That gave it away right there, Don. (laughs) That's not obvious. You tell me what is. 
What is for real? And they said they want to put the children on the sex drug. Not See, only what? that, they want hormone blockers. They putting hormone. They, I mean, they are really going hard on these on this generation, man. Cause time is ticking. The clock is running the fuck out for real, y'all. For real, their date is 2023. This is the 2023 that not only is their date, newbie, it's our date too. They are trying fucking hard, baby. They trying hard to get every goddamn body, as many as they can, no matter the age. Pfizer got a 2023. Oh, yeah. Which is the devil. Mm. Governments around the world got a 2023. Everybody got a 2023 because, ain't listen, only motherfuckers ain't got a 2023 is fucking mortals. The undecided ones and them the ones that they want, and they have no clue what is about to happen. They have no clue. They don't have a clue what the fuck is really going on. They are just told to go with it. You know? They can't, they don't have a fight in their body. They don't have a bone that can fight this shit. If you don't teach your children to fight these motherfuckers, they're going, they going straight over to the Dajjal. If you don't teach your children to fight, I'm telling you. They supposed to fight this shit. They supposed that's why they going hard. They going hard for the millennial babies, man. Them the babies born in the year two thousand would be twenty three. Baby born in two thousand and one would be what? Twenty two. Babies born in twenty ten. I can go on and on. All the way up to the baby born right the fuck now. And their mamas and daddies is lost. Gay born in 2010. Goodness gracious. You know what that means? He'll be 13. You know they call that 13 the year the year the child, baby, when that motherfucker turned 13. Remember that, newbie? Yep. Remember that? They call it the year the child when they turned 13. The devil's babies, when it turned 13, it turned 13, the devil, devil baby, it turned 13 in 96. You remember that? Was it 96? The year 96, the devil, devil's baby. The devil, the devil baby was born in 66. It gave, it conceded children, and the devil's baby Turned 13 and 96, the devil's devil's baby. Let's call it the devil's grandbaby. <laughs> it turned 13 and 96, right? That's when they said the year of the child, because they, they have to give birth to their 144,000 as well, motherfucker. So, oh, everybody was sleeping and didn't think they had their own 144,000? Yeah, exactly right. They don't need, they ain't need, they, listen, 
Like Lucifer told them niggas, your guy is only choosing 24 of you motherfuckers. I'll take as many as I can. So we know that the devil's number for children is in the millions at least. It's in the millions. God, the good God, only wants a select few. (laughs) But the good devil God wants every goddamn body in his number. Come one, come all. When the sinners come marching in, is more than the saints. You know what I'm saying? Ain't that something? It sure you would is think not. God number would be greater than the devil's, but God is always a limited motherfucker, a limited liability company. LLC like a mofo. <laughs> God, yeah, our God is an LLC and shit. <laughs> limited. Don, can, I, Don, can you hear me? Yeah, baby, come on. I just wanted to comment on that. One of the things that I've always felt in the MK Ultra stuff that I experienced myself is that somebody was trying to transfer themselves into my soul. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they're trying to get a free ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 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 That's what we were just saying, DeBrock. Yeah. And that that was a long time ago. Is that still happening now? I still fight now. I do. I still fight now. Every, I, shit, every shit. day. Every day. I, I do the same thing dude was talking about. I get the burns, all that stuff. But since I'm working, you know, through you guys and stuff like that, since I hooked up with Dr. York, I got that mafia mentality now where I can track down where that energy go. Mm-hmm. That right, baby. That right. That right. Gotta pay attention. Gotta be able to track it. Um I, I used to say this, when I used when I used to open my doors up to motherfuckers, it's a particular spirit and I call it the God of destruction. Because every time I let this particular spirit in my home, cabinets will be open. Everything will fall out that motherfucker. For real, if anybody ever paid attention to that shit. You know, like the house is kept neat, clean, organized, and soon as I let this motherfucker in, and it was always this bitch, this female, and it still happens, uh, it doesn't matter whether male or female, but every time this particular female came in, all of a sudden when she leaves, my cabinet, kitchen cabinets are open, shit all on the counter, things all out of place. And this was, I was 25 years old. And I would notice that's when I gave it the God of destruction. And they always would wait. Until, uh, it's interesting because when you clean a home, right, when, you know, when you clean a home, you clean it for a good spirit to come in. I yes. naturally do it for a good spirit to come in. Yes. 
But this bitch would beat the good spirit before it could ever come in. They would use this bitch before a good spirit can come in and fuck it up again. Yeah, I'm a spiritual being. I'm not a physical being. So I I always paid attention to when someone comes and when someone leaves. How that shit is. How is it? You know, like, what the fuck is it? And, of course, shortly after newbie, I was told to seal my doors. To seal my doors. Yeah. So I'm I'm very cautious of not the flesh but the spirit that drives the flesh. And I don't like people who have sex. I don't like people who have sex. I, I'm I'm sharing now. This is a close up right here. Very close up. Fade to black. Camera zooms in. <laughs> I have to say it. This is a close up I'm sharing. I do not. I don't like people who have sex. I don't. I don't like people who have sex. I don't like um, people who drink alcohol. I don't like the spirits that occupy them. And 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 see. And and but to me, sex is more dangerous than someone who drinks alcohol. You know what I'm saying? To me, it's it's more dangerous. Why not? Um, because the 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 sex force is a hell of a lot more powerful than ethanol. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Than ethanol. But but anybody who has sex also drinks. Boom. Yeah. So that is the worst combination. I've never met a motherfucker who drink and don't fuck. I never met a motherfucker who don't fuck but drink. One usually leads to the other. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so they carry a lot of spirits into your home or onto you, like falling, like a zazzle that touch, all that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? They carry a lot of spirits on their backs into your life, into your home, and drop them motherfuckers off before you know it. It's a lot of arguing in your home. It's a lot of uh, disarray, you know? Like, Like what I was saying, like, Shit can't stay clean long. Everything is disorganized. They drop everything off. Like, I mean, like, oh, yo, it's a motherfucker. It's an attack you know? on your senses, Don. Yeah, they on drop it off into your, your sanctuary. Security. Yep. And it leaves you powerless. That's why it's important to arm your home, not alarm your home arm your home with forces that can counteract that shit. And I noticed that when I started to arm my home with forces that counteracted, motherfuckers could not come in. They wouldn't come in. 
If you ever paid attention, hey, how you doing? Come on in. No, 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 no. I'll just stay out here, and then you have to step outside to talk to them. They can't come in. When you arm your home, when you arm it properly, they will not come in. They can't come in. That's important. They'll sit their ass outside. They they will you will hold that door and uh, I can't hold the door open. I don't like nothing flying in, so I step outside. When you arm your home, you'll know a difference. That certain they can't come in, and you have to put so much protection on that motherfucker, and you'll know who they are. Cause they won't be able to come in. You have to sit outside and talk to their ass, smoke cigarettes, sit on the steps, on the porch, or whatever fuck, yeah, whatever fuck it is. Walk their ass to the car and just stand out there forever talking to their ass. They cannot come in. This shit is real. This is so real. Yeah. T. Marie said, uh, Twainstar said the lady across the street tried that. Can't come in. Yeah, can't come in. Can't come in. You have to always arm your home. Yep. But, yeah, it's a motherfucker, man. You just pay attention, man, with your spiritual eyes. Set your home up. Not of not for a peaceful abode, for a warring abode that is important. Yeah. Yep, because that'll war off all the motherfuckers. Because these people don't know, newbie. They have no psychic self-defense. They just tag, they just tag, they just, what's they call? Cling on. They just cling on from spirit to spirit to spirit, clings on the motherfuckers. They don't know. They don't know Changing what they have, clothes, what they're though. wearing. Yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't know what they have attracted. They don't know. They don't know, and they will sit and cry and tell you they're a good person, but they don't know what the fuck is really happening. And say I'm a good person, but I don't understand why this shit is happening to me. Because they don't know all the monkeys on their backs that they're carrying. They can't see it. Shit is wild. That's my past. It's not my present. I don't let nobody in. You know what I'm talking about? Like, that's my past. I'm just sharing, you know, what, what, what should be done properly. And to also teach your babies that. 229, did you mean to push one? 229 Yes, I wanted to know how you arm your home exactly. Um, you put, I hate to tell you, I'm uh, not. I hate to tell you, like it's kind of difficult to explain, but you, 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 you put things in your home that keep motherfuckers out. <laughs> and I know that don't make no sense. What I just said is like, okay, what the fuck do you put in it and shit? You have to. Okay, okay, all right, all right. The more spiritual a person is, the more they attract things of protection. How about that? Does that make sense now? Yeah. So everybody has different uh, things that they are, that spirit items chooses them, you know? 
and yeah. you you're supposed to purchase those items, or if it, it or if it's given to you, it's kind of that's even scarier because you don't know if it's given to you so it can get in your home and fuck you up. But when you are naturally magnetized, no, nobody gave me nothing. I just want to put that on record. Naturally magnetized that this is it, and you bring it in your home because that's that's them that's you getting all your um, protection that you had, let's say, 10,000 years ago or your last lifetime, you are finding all your belongings again. Is that is it starting to make a little bit more sense? Yeah. Right, right. So it, it speaks to your spirit because you've had it in another life, in another life, in another life. So all these things shall return back unto, shall return unto you. That's how you arm your home. With okay. those things, and the and the the more you become spiritual, the um hell you you could be at TJ Maxx and in 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 your amulet, your charm, no matter what it is, um your sigil will be right there waiting on you. It doesn't matter, okay. so you don't have to go to like some bootleg ass fake spiritual shop. That shit could be waiting on you at a goddamn Walmart. Right there waiting on you, or at a gas station. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's it, you'll find them. You'll find them any and everywhere, okay? Because it's okay. waiting on you. Yeah, and you bring that in, and no matter how many times you move, it will follow you. It comes along okay. to your next uh, place of resting. Yeah. And before you know it, you will end up getting more and more, um, I hate to say it, wickeder. We like the word wicked here. Yeah, you and yeah, yeah. And a lot of people won't be able to come nowhere near you, do you any harm. Or, you know, they, they you know, won't. Yeah. I like the way you said okay. when at your it. resting place because that's when you're at your weakest. Mm-hmm. I love the way you said that. Yeah. Yeah, your resting place. Yeah, got him. Yeah. It'll all show up. It just it become, a, become more um, in tune with the only one. Notice I say the only one. So if you yeah. see three on the shelf, that ain't that ain't yours. It's always the only one. When you start okay. hearing motherfuckers say this is the only one, that's because that's yours. Okay. Okay? okay. That's yours. And no matter the cost or whatever it is, you got to get it. And in most cases, they'll even use their spirit. They'll jump in them people's body and say, you know what, fuck it, you can have it. That's how you know it's yours as well. Great day, Majest. Yeah. So and you and 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 it'll guide you to where it needs to be placed. So you'll probably put it somewhere, and then you'll end up putting it somewhere else in your home, and then you because eventually it, it'll find this way where it's supposed to be. Everything comes with the spirit. Everything, no matter what, even if it's a cup. That you're looking at right now It comes with the spirit It has a purpose No matter what Yeah 
So, yeah. I got a strong feeling that you are evil. You are evil, sister, on the line. Me? Yes. You are evil. You are wicked. Why do you say you, that? Because you are. And for <laughs> you to even ask why I say that is because you know you are. So you are. You 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 are evil. You are wicked. The only problem is you're trying to be physically wicked when you should be spiritually wicked. Yeah. That's your problem. You're trying to be as normally wicked as the rest of the population that's under mind control, that's fucked in their wickedness physically. But you are, you need to be spiritually wicked. That's because I have no, I don't know what to do, like, I don't know how do I, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, what do you, I don't, you pray? Mm-hmm. Say what? I don't, I don't know what, like, I don't know how to get, tap into that part of, you know what I'm trying to say? Well, it's easy. It's, 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 well, it's, it's easy. But instead of you doing things physical, Whatever you're doing, instead of you doing it physical, you need to do it wicked. You need to do it spiritual. Okay? Yeah. You hear me? Yeah, I hear you. In other words, let's say, let's take a spiritual person that doesn't know they're spiritual, and they want to kick this bitch ass. So what they want to do is do it physically, yes or no? Yeah. Well, that person needs to kick that bitch ass spiritually, not physically. Got it? Yeah. Right. Um, Let's take another person that is spiritual but don't know they're spiritual because they're doing everything physically wicked. So let's say... um, this person wants to call the police and get that person locked up. So that's what it would do physically. But if it knew it had the spiritual powers to get that motherfucker locked up without even having to call the goddamn police. So you have to learn to do everything spiritually wicked. Do you did you get it? You understand? Yeah, I get it. You don't have to do you don't you don't have to be physical. You don't have to be physical. You can use your spiritual. That's the point. How? To get okay, well, instead of not doing it physical, you do it spiritually. You say it. You think it, you see it already done and it'll happen. You get you understand now? Yeah. You see it? Yeah, I get it. Okay. Yeah. You go to the spiritual side, no matter what it is, no matter what it is. If you wanted a particular male 
in your life, you fuck him spiritually. Okay. Because you're wicked. You just don't have to be wicked physically. <laughs> okay. Look at Chance. Her call dropped. But, God, uh, I, didn't, I didn't want to mess it up. So I, <laughs> that's why I didn't come in. You were, you were giving her the knowledge. You definitely were. Because the first thing she said was prayer and was like, nah, that's not it. Pray. I didn't even yeah, hear her Yeah, she said prayer. she prays. Nah. That's not it. Go inside. Go on the mental. Go on the spiritual. You said oh, that's why I didn't even come in. I didn't come in. You were on it. Oh, I, that's interesting. Well, you got some good ears. I didn't hear her say, I pray. So yes, I pray. She said, like, yeah, in the question. she said that, Don. No, she said that. No, no you P R E Y. Exactly. Yeah, you got the P-R-E-Y. You don't P-R-A-Y. You're wicked. You don't need nothing. Need to, you don't need, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. No. Wicked people don't do a lot of shit physically, and they end up fucked up. That's, that's what fucks up wicked people. You know, it all, it'll all trace back to them motherfuckers, and more hell will come on them. You know? So you are nat- one that is naturally fucked up and fucking wicked spiritually. You 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 just need to use your spiritual powers. That's it. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And not saying that there's no good or no good service in in wicked people. That's not true. Even in good service for for wicked people, they need to do good service spiritually. So they don't have to do nothing physically. You can do good service, spiritual, with your wicked self. Boom. Yeah. And because, and I, and I'm tell you what I'm learning. This whole two years, or yeah, the whole two fucking five years, six years. It took me back six years ago to learn everything from the year six, year uh, year one, two, all the way up to right now. No good deed is left unpunished. So you might as well do all your good deeds spiritually because physically it pisses you to fuck off that you've been punished for your good deeds. So you might as well handle all your deeds spiritually, period. Because no good deed is left unpunished. That's the problem that I realized um, is the truth. That is the truth. No good deeds are left unpunished. Because no matter how good you are physically, you're going to be punished for it. So you might as well just send someone some good deeds spiritually and leave it at that. Because these motherfucking humans, they don't deserve it. They don't deserve you doing the physical good deed. They're going to punish you for it. I'm punished every fucking time, physically. But they can't punish me when they call excited about some great shit that done happened to them. I hate humans. I'm really fucking, I hate them. 
<laughs> like, I fucking hate them. I hate them. I do. I fucking hate them. I fucking hate them. If I didn't care about them, I would kill them. For real. I would fucking crush their ass like an ant to a boot. I would crush them if I didn't care about their ass. What up, Zika? Well, my whole evilly wicked moment that I just had with the sister who called and called dropped, that goes for some of you motherfuckers here too. <laughs> that not just applied to her, but I felt that shit. I said, this bitch is wicked. But she's wicked physical. She needs to be wicked spiritual. She'll be all right. My nigga Majest. Look here, motherfucker. You're a married man. You need to stop showing off your body, okay? You need to cover up like Muslim women. Majess, wherever the fuck you at, you still in here, Majess. You need to cover up, motherfucker. You hear me? (laughs) He's going to attract something bad. Fuck around and attract something bad around this motherfucker. Yeah, how you know, um, Zena? You don't be uh, around to see this nigga. You know he's short, man. He need to chill the fuck out for his wife end up lonely. He needs bad. He need to chill out with that shit. <laughs> God damn it! Wife end up calling Barbara. This is Shirley. Can I speak to Shirley? Shirley, this is Barbara. Yeah, you got to, motherfucker, you better goddamn to cover up. Better, you better put it away. Motherfucker, better save it for your wife, Majest. Better save it. You better keep that to your goddamn self, motherfucker. Gonna have a whole bunch of motherfuckers like, mm all in your DMs and shit. I keep telling this nigga he need to tone it down. He don't want to tone it down and shit. He looking for trouble. He looking for trouble. You need to, you motherfucker, you better tone it down, but just, just funny to hear a man showing off his body. Hell yeah, that nigga always doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, just think he got down special. just think he's special. You know what I'm saying? She better think he's special to that goddamn chick he with, to his wife, motherfucker, because this motherfucker, I wonder what his wife look like, goddamn. But shit. You know, I don't give a shit about marriage. <laughs> Look, see, I, change, I don't give a fuck about marriage. I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck about marriage. You don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck either. Okay? Shit. Then you give a fuck about marriage. You don't give a fuck. Hey, I'm about to be 50, motherfucker. When you get this age, you don't give a fuck. All right? You don't give seven fucks. I'll be 60 in 10 goddamn years. You think I give a fuck about a nigga married? (laughs) You tend to lose all fucking morals at a certain age. Some of you been lost y'all fucking morals. I'm waiting to lose all my fucking morals, my principles, motherfucker. Wait, wait, just goddamn wait. I told y'all motherfuckers when I hit 40, I'm cussing everybody out that's so-called old and shall be respected as an elder, and I have done that. 
So now I'm telling you bitches right the fuck now, when I hit 50 going into my 60s, girl, you better know how to keep that nigga whipped. You better know how to keep him whipped. I'm telling you that shit right now. If, bitch, if you don't get some of this goddamn pimping and potions I be putting on this nigga, you better fucking use some black magic on that motherfucker. Because, bitch, when I get fucking 60, 50, when I hit 50, bitch, I'm coming. I'm coming for your nigga. I'm coming for your nigga. <laughs> 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 I'm coming for your nigga. Yo! Zena, where the fuck are you at? Zena, are we going to ignore the part that Ed Leskinen said in that damn book that it is important that the girl's mother try out the girl's boyfriend or man before the daughter do. <laughs> we just go ignore that whoa, shit. Back up, back. Hold on. Rewind. You got to rewind that one for me, Doc. Rewind that. That was on the Holy Tablet Show at 5 in the morning, Nick. You went to sleep on us. We ended up reading Les, Ed Leskinen's book, a book that's, what's the name? A book for every house. Or some old shit. He said, oh, okay. Ed Leskinen, Carol Cora Castle ass nigga, he said that it is important that the mother of the girl try out the boy that's, or the man that's interested in her daughter. Wow. Try him first. To make sure he is right for her. That makes sense, Don. I, I know can't even refute that. The younger Don said it and nobody laughed. But I ain't trying out my, I ain't trying out no shit out like that. But that makes sense. Oh, I know why you say that makes sense. Because cause you wanted your wife's mama first, then you said you once you saw her, you wanted to try it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> That could be the only reason why you can see that and that makes sense to you because you just had a flash of your mother-in-law, then you tell the truth. Come on. <laughs> not real really, nice. but okay. Uh, admit your guilt. It's not your guilt, whatever you said earlier. What's that shit? I should have wrote it down so I can use it on people. But that shit you said, it's not your guilt to take, newbie. So come on, get it out. <laughs> I'm not guilty, Don. I'm not guilty. <laughs> Okay, got dog it, and it, for real though. But this shit go hand in hand to this saying right here, cause um this saying, and I think it was Doctor York that said that shit. If you wanna know what your wife or what your future bitch gonna look like, go meet her mother and find out. You know, see if her whatever. You know, God, I'm fucked it up. Yep. You goddamn help me out. I can't even fucking say this shit right. Yeah, absolutely. Our apple you doesn't fall far from the tree, Don. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. You want to know what the bitch going to look like if you marry her and grow old, go take a look at her mama, some shit like that. 
So that's implying that he should actually, you know, get with her. That statement would be kind of sort of like that, right? Because what her mom got to do with anything. So even that statement, look at her mom, still kind of go in line with Led saying, Ed Liskinning, Coral Castle-ass motherfucker, Nikola Tesla clone, dub, duplicate, saying that the mother should try the motherfucker out first. But that's kind of wild because you would automatically think, but what if the mother's married? (laughs) What if the mother's married, Doc? No such thing as a married mother. Only a married woman. A mother's a mother. She'll do anything for her children. A wife is a wife. She'll do anything for her husband. It's a difference. You know? Has your has your mama ever checked the Halloween candy, make sure there wasn't no razor blades in it by eating the whole bag of Halloween candy you bought in? Oh, yeah. So your mother was risking getting razor blades in her throat. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, No, no, Zena. No, he says her mother... He says, I'm sorry, I ain't read it all the way. This is the reason why I want a girl, the way Mother Nature puts her. This means before anybody has had any chance to be around her and before she begins to misrepresent herself, I want to pick out the girl while she is guided. No, not that. No, keep reading about, keep reading or, or go up or go down. He says that the mother should try the guy that's interested in her daughter, I swear, to make sure that he's able to please her properly. Some shit like that. Ed Leskin and Coral Castle, Nikola Tesla, said. (laughs) Y'all. Okay, it was 5 in the morning, but I just kept reading because it was so good I didn't want to stop and say, what the fuck? That was the only jewel, Doc? Uh, politics was was the, the was the best. I didn't really like the Sweet Sixteen shit, but it made sense. I had to put a, put aside in order to see, um, you know, I have that ability to walk in the shoes of a motherfucker that's raggedy. So um, he he starts with the Sweet Sixteen shit, and basically it's about spoiling a girl. You know what I'm saying? And how you should not teach your boys to be fresh to girls because it spoils the girl. And she ain't no good after that. Once you touch her. Yeah, the young girl, she ain't no good after that. So he goes into that. You know, that's in the beginning. You shouldn't teach your young boys to be fresh. And then he goes into how television have young boys and girls placed in school. And this is so true. 
and the boys are after these young girls and spoil them, fuck behind the bleachers, get her in the car. You know how the TV was back then, still happening. Get the bitch in the car, they pull up at a park, and she, he spoils her. She ain't no good for the man that she's actually supposed to marry when she gets older. But that's still part of the Kensington shit. That's when they did all those movies in, in Disney Channel and Nickelodeon and all of that and all the rest of them, all that shit is based on the Kensington to turn the little girls out that the bitch ain't no good. You know what I'm saying? Get them young. That's all that shit is. So he was saying, um, um, Ed was saying that um, it, it spoils. He used the word spoils. It spoils her. So she 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 ain't no good for the man that she is probably destined to be with, you know, because now he has to clean up his imperfections. You get it? Yes. He sir. have to clean up the previous male's imperfections that they done did on the girl. That type of shit. You know, yeah, so, um, so, yeah, and a whole bunch of shit like that, and then mentioned and threw the mama in. Oh, he blamed the mama all through that. The first chapter is my sweet 16. He blames the mama for everything, even for the boys, which is important. Whoa. Yeah, even for the boys, yeah. How is that? This is when mother was a factor. Now mothers is no longer a factor It's all about the father So yeah Yeah so you know Fathers want a hand and everything He wants to be a part of it all Even if the nigga ain't even in the house He want to be a part of it But all roads still leads back to the mothers No no matter what It doesn't matter It doesn't matter You know what I'm saying A mother could 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 raise her children And be on crack You hear me Absolutely not. And be on crack. The father was never there, but the mother gets the blame. The father shows up by the time the child is in his 30s or 40s, the moved on, got a whole fucking family of his own, and the father's not to blame for the mother's on crack and for himself leaving and all this other type of shit or whatever the fuck it is. So, you know, you got it. The mother could be upright, you know what I'm saying? No drugs, no alcohol, no none of that shit. And raise the child and and um and um and 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 works as a school teacher and and now a principal and the mother still the fucking blame. You know? Even it's always got to go back to the mother. Always go back to the mother. The father could be in the house a loving father, a hard-working father shows up every day to be with his family once he gets off work. But the mother will still be the blame. Okay? All roads still leads back to her. You know? It's just how it is. It's just what it is. So she can have a great male, you know, uh, what do you call it? A great, uh, what do you call it? A great male for the babies, be it the father. And, father um, figure. Yeah, whatever, you know. It could be the daddy. It could be the husband that's the daddy. It could be whatever. But she's still, 
you know, got to get, she still got to get the blame for, for, for whatever the fuck it is, you know, for actually not being daddy was there, but you wasn't. Like, you know what I'm saying? Daddy always cook. You never. You know what I'm saying? And the daddy could just be the best goddamn cook on the fucking planet and shit. But the fact that, bitch, you didn't never cook a meal. You didn't never goddamn make breakfast. You know? So that's, I mean, all roads leads back to the mother anyway. So it doesn't doesn't matter. You know? She could be great. All roads still leads back to her. You know? So, so Don, you know what my question is. What's your question? Did he write about this because he lacked that in his life? Um, I I don't know. I don't know. Well, what we do know is that he never had a woman and he never had children. And he said he didn't want a woman because she was spoiled already by men. Even though he built the whole coral castle based off of what they would consider a sweet 16, you know what I'm saying? But she was spoiled by man. And I think that is the most highest esteem a man could ever be. Like, the fuck? I don't want that bitch. She's spoiled by man. Oh, that bitch is too. Oh, fuck all women. Fuck it. Guess I'll levitate some goddamn 10,000 fucking stones and... <laughs> my use my mind since I can't use my body because I don't want to clean up another man's imperfection that he done did on a bitch. So that's brilliant. You know, that's that's a man of high quality if you ask me because everybody is passed around like blunts in rotation, ain't they, newbie? That is for sure. And he don't want nothing passed around to his ass. That's probably why he was able to use that tachyon energy and float the black damn block down the damn, down the aisle and build the coral castle that's going to be standing when the world is destroyed. Saving his energies for higher pursuits. Higher pursuits. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, oh, and you remember the law chair. He made that one the most uncomfortable. Remember that? Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. So he I... made that the most uncomfortable. And I think Zeno asked, what is it with the mother-in-law? Here's the, be, let me tell you, when your, your mom is dumb as fuck, period. Everybody's mom is stupid. Until you become married, she got some sense. That's why, if that to answer your question, Zena, that's why. Until wow, her daughter become married, she got some goddamn sense. She ain't got no sense with the nigga she with, but she got sense with the nigga you with. That's what I just got from that. <laughs> you just said something right there. So, so her chair got to be uncomfortable so the bitch can leave. Because the more she stay there, the more she going to see my fucked upness. More problems, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's going to have some problems. So, and, and, of course, most males don't want the mother-in-law nowhere to fuck around because she'll pull her daughter to the side. You know, she'll thorn in that nigga's shoe. Yeah, if she stay long, she'll see more. She'll see his imperfections. You know? 
again, like I told y'all about Janie and her husband, she, my mom would only be able to come in the living room for a certain amount of time and have to leave and never knew that there wasn't no goddamn running water in that fucking house or lights. I wonder why they always kept it dark in that house. Nothing. I still yep. don't understand that, Don. Yep. So, because, yeah, man don't, um, I've noticed that. I mean, shit, I've been with a lot of niggas. When I say a lot, I don't mean a lot, but you get what the fuck I mean. One nigga's a lot. But I noticed that they don't want nobody in the house, newbie. They don't don't want nobody in the house. I agree. Yeah, they don't want nobody in the house. And so, um... And that is so he can continue to hide his imperfections, you know. He can hide his imperfection, and the woman is so lobotomized, you know, that his imperfection is just my man. That's my man, and he the man, shit. She can't see it. So when someone else come along and start pointing things out to, you know, the wife that only sees him for who and what, he won't her to see. Yeah. It becomes a disturbance in the home. You notice why all the goddamn old songs in the 70s and 60s and 80s and no more 90s, but it was always, you know, don't listen to your friends. <laughs> they just want to see a good thing come to an end. It's always every nigga was singing about the the bitchy with friends. Stop listening to your friends. Stop listening to Barbara and all them bitches. God dog. All them songs was always about some other woman to his woman that the woman in the woman's life, you got to stop listening to that bitch. That's what the songs was back in those days. You know? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Keep the bitch blind. Only listen to what he says and let him prep you. So, yeah, mother-in-law got to stay for five minutes and serve the bitch some cold coffee and make the whole get up and leave. Because mama knows best. Only mama knows best, and I'm going to tell you this, and I'm going to get the fuck out of here. The only mama that knows best is his mama, not your mama. (laughs) Whoa, 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 say that again, Don. Say that again. The only mama knows best is his mama, not your mama. So your mama only get five minutes of phone. She got to go. Yeah, his mama is the only mama that knows best. So we can't have you talking. And you notice that that's that that wasn't that fat. That would always piss Dan Pina off. That always piss it piss man off when you on the phone. And I want you to know we're talking to your mama. Your mama is reaching for straws. You know, your mama trying to find out some shit. But Dan Pena will always, even this nigga teaching at Oxford, cussing at Oxford University, he'll go out. And motherfuckers on the phone talking to their mama for fucking hours and shit. 
Yo, you talking to your mama for hours on the goddamn, they don't like that shit. Man does not, you ain't got no business talking to your mama for that goddamn long. No, but you can talk to his mama. His mama right, your mama. His mama knows that. Your mama don't know shit. Okay? Your mama don't know nothing. Yeah. That's how that shit is. Yeah. So that's that. Because your mama care about you. Care about your welfare. Unless he pays her to be on his side. That's my time. Y'all have an awarding day. I enjoyed our little intimacy without YouTube. <laughs> I had a nigga pay my mama to be on his side. Y'all say, hello, I ain't stupid, I ain't slow. Sure <laughs> did. Yeah, fuck yeah, that nigga paid my mama, goddammit. That's what's going on in Evil too, Doc. Under the microscope. We can chop it up, Don. Definitely, we can chop it up. Yo, when that bitch told him, motherfucker, you fucking with the right bitch. I'm going to get rid of your motherfucking ass, whatever the fuck the bitch said. They got that nigga in the closet paralyzed. Did you see that shit, Newbie? Yep, took his blood and everything. Got that nigga pair. That nigga can't move. That nigga can't talk. And they, and they got that stupid ass bitch believing that she is talking to her husband via FaceTime. Some damn yep. well. Yep. Boy, they got so much goddamn technology. You think you talking to a motherfucker? You ain't talking to that motherfucker. Crazy. They got rid of him. They sold the company. It was them that bought the company. Bought they the got him out of the company. house. Huh? Oh, that motherfucker. He saw that bitch. He saw a demon in her fucking room. That nigga said, bitch, you got to get the fuck out. Told his mother-in-law that shit. That, that bitch said, you don't know who you fucking with. I'm going to fuck you up. That's what she told her son-in-law. I'm going to fuck you up, motherfucker. See, man is physically evil. Bitches is spiritually fucking evil. This guy, we got to talk about that bitch. Yep, he's been gone all along. He comes back, finds a mother in the house trying to kick her out. And she was like, no, I am not the one. I am not the one, motherfucker. She got some goons on her side. Yo, what's up with them three fucking dolls? The head head in the jaw and the the dog in the dog, yes, yes. Homeboy flushed this that thing bitch, in the toilet, <laughs> He did. Crazy. He did. He yeah, found he it, it and put it in the toilet. Can't nobody get that shit out. Yes, yeah, that making all types of noise in the house. It's evil. Y'all are like three seasons, eight episodes late. We are spoiling it now. Oh, yeah, this this is definitely <laughs> a spoiler alert. If you don't that want bitch to, got no. a hold to her powers by way of the devil, This the, the mama now, not the wife, the grandmama, the mother-in-law got a hold to her. Fuck, yo, this bitch here. Yep. 
and he's and, and the devil's manipulating the mother to get to the children, her grandchildren. He said that shit in front of her, didn't he? Sure did. My head was away. I played. I played that last episode last this morning. You know, yeah. Well, yesterday. Well, yeah. Fucking still this morning. In the after party, everybody got the hell on when I played uh, fucking evil. That last episode. But um, he he said it out loud to her. He said them fucking kids are about to lose a parent or some shit, didn't he? Scott <laughs> is not playing, Doc. Didn't he say some shit like? Did he say that in front of the grandmother? Probably a couple of probably no, a couple he, of episodes. He said back. it. Uh, he said it in this episode, the one that just dropped. He said it. Yeah, he I'm gonna have to check that this one. Last episode, the last episode when the children found out that it was him and he a fucking pedophile in the goddamn kids app. He yelled, and I think the fucking grandmother was right there with the devil, and that motherfucker said, them children are about to be parentless or some shit. I'm about to take their fucking parents away. But when he said it, I didn't rewind it and look up, but I know that that bitch was in the room. The grandmama was there when he said that shit. Oh, no, she's always there, Don. She's in on it. No, but she I'm wants asking, to do God. was she there? Hmm. I'm not sure. I got. I got. I got to rewind it. The last yeah, episode. Yeah, The last. That's episode six. The last episode just dropped. The last episode. Yeah. That. And I, I said, was that bitch in the room when he said that shit? To her, about her grandbabies, he gonna get rid of both of their goddamn parents. I believe she was, Don. She don't play about her daughter, dog. No, she doesn't. We gotta she see the last not. episode. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it right after I hang up for y'all lame ass motherfuckers. I'm gonna play it in the airport. Watch that shit again. Did you watch the last episode, newbie? I believe so, Don. How do you believe? You will know if you watch episode six or seven, whichever episode that is. <laughs> you will know. That's the one with the fucking, um, that's the one with the with the app like TikTok. And y'all ain't seen it. They just dropped it. Because remember, it's been like two weeks they ain't dropped a motherfucking episode. So, yeah, they just dropped that episode. You know what? I'm going to go to it right now as we speak because I believe I saw it. No, 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 you didn't. Not not with that fucking app like TikTok. It's an app like TikTok and everybody on and all them motherfuckers, the psychiatrist bitch, that black-ass nigga, and the Arab nigga got turned out to it, to the fucking app. That's when you find the daddy in they, in they, in they lab. Well, the last one I saw, they had some kind of, communication with the father over the internet but the call didn't go through it was kind of snowy and it right. dropped off okay then 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 you ain't seen the one where that's leland and the grandmother pretending they're him that's why it always been breaking oh. up 
Okay. It's, yeah, so that's right why now. I said these motherfuckers got the power to FaceTime your ass, and you, and you thinking you talking to the motherfucker you talking to, and it's a whole nother person operating the person that you looking like that you looking at on vent on um Zoom or on goddamn. It, none of that shit is fucking real. This shit is wild. It's other people playing them. This is AI. That's what it shows. They showing you that shit on evil. You know what I'm talking about? So can you imagine now that Zoom meeting that them niggas believe it was Biden? When you watch evil, that motherfucker wasn't Biden. That's what the fuck, that's what the, That's what it is. These niggas think they were talking to Biden on motherfucking, on mother, and that bitch, and that bitch, and that bitch, uh, that bitch, what's her name? Cardi B thinking she doing a video uh, fucking interview with Biden. Remember that? That ain't even fucking Biden. You'll get, you'll be able to, now everybody got them thinking, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that is deceptive, Don. That is deceptive. That's why I don't believe shit I fucking see. I don't believe shit. Five motherfucking celebrities on goddamn Hollywood squares on a Venmo or something, on a Zoom talking, yeah, yeah, right, your ass is beheaded. You ain't fucking real. Somebody else is playing you. It's all artificial intelligence. Now go watch the last fucking episode of Goddamn Evil and see this shit and then rewind your movies back that they've been playing every goddamn body. They they showing you the technology. You literally thinking that these motherfuckers are doing split screens, be it CNN or whoever the fuck, sit downs and all that type of shit. Bullshit. That's CGI. Ain't that what they call it? CGI and shit. I Computer think that's the name of the Computer generated imaging. Yes, you're right. Computer generated imaging, baby, baby. Come on, newbie. That's what CGI stands for. Yep. Now go watch that shit. And at this point, when you're watching anything, when you're watching CNN or or goddamn White House, goddamn ugly ass press secretary or body, motherfuckers all CG the fuck I. When you see Biden talking to eight niggas on Hollywood squares on a Zoom, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Come on. It just got real. Yet? It just got real, Doc. I I told my daughters this shit last week or so, last strong or something. But I said, them motherfuckers on Instagram, all the motherfuckers with their check marks that are superstars, they're not, uh-uh, no. I said, even your president's running, uh, you think your president just dropped a fucking message on Facebook or Instagram talking about happy birthday, Michelle, and shit. I said, they are not here. That's somebody running their shit, having you thinking they still relevant. That's bots. Those are bots. That shit, none of them are fucking real. I'm telling y'all. None of them motherfuckers are real. It's CGI. It's bots running their fucking pages, all types of shit, because they done been beheaded. You ain't seen them motherfuckers yet. You ain't seen them. You ain't seen them. You ain't seen them. 
You ain't seen them. You ain't seen them, babies. CGI and bots running their pages. And you know what's even wilder, newbie? And then I'm going to leave you with this. What? And then I'm going to play that last fucking episode in the after party. I'm watching as we speak, Don. Go ahead. Go back and that make you think about that fucking goddamn Emmy shit and go watch that all the slap and all that shit with CGI, baby. Will Smith is dead. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's next. And I'm going to tell you how I know it. I'm going to tell you how I know that shit. I'm going to tell you how I know. I'm going to tell you. I'm about to tell you how I know. Tell us, Don. I, I know the younger Don last year said some shit about it. But they mastered all that shit in Gemini Man. That wasn't even his ass actually in Gemini. That was him what you think is him of today and the younger him that ain't supposed to be real, that other him wasn't real either. Gemini man, Gemini man dropped during Trump. During Trump, doing all these motherfuckers lists on the Lolita Express, every fucking thing. They had to, they put that, listen, Gemini man is the fucking clue. That's the breadcrumb to everything leading up to right the fuck now and the later on now and the now after now and the now after that now. Gemini Man, I watched the behind the scenes on that shit. I said, this shit here is about to fool every fucking body. Gemini Man, watch the behind the scenes shit and you will see it. 